think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome to True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Today is January the 21st, is what the paper says. Uh, year of our Lord, 2022. I'm glad you are with us. We have our button pusher extraordinaire. Sex J is in the house. How you feeling, school? Still here. Made it to Friday. Didn't didn't go insane. We're still here. Not, a lot of day left. A lot there, of day there, left. There's plenty of hours in the day. Plenty of time to lose our minds. We Absolutely. Got, we got close yesterday. Pretty close. Towed the line. Really close. I truth be told, without saying too much, surprised we have a show. Surprised both of us woke up this morning with I, some of the things we were tapping into. When I tried to download the VOD yesterday, it took a long time. They did not want that to go out. They didn't want no. it to go out at all. No. Mm -mm. But against all odds, we're here. Jam will be here, I don't know, momentarily. He, I got a bone to pick with him. He said he was Team Red Pill. All right. He just messaged me, so we'll add him to this. Right, no, just keep him out for all three. We'll bring him in at a 2.58. No, bring him in. <laughs> all right. Red pill. Jam seems like a very red pill. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's the most red Jam pill. Seems like, <laughs> Jam seems like a very red pill type. All right. All right, he's getting ringed up. He's getting ringed up live. Getting added to the call live. Either way, till he gets here, we we got a yeah. we got a full full slate. We got a full slate. Full, we got a full slate. A packed we, we'll, we'll, slate, even packed slate. We'll we'll get into some NFL playoff predictions. We will talk some UFC. Talk a little round ball. Maybe some fake NBA trades. Maybe this is one I, I want to take us into the weekend with something I saw earlier. Uh, so just be thinking about it. The best roast like you heard as a kid. It could be against you, like somebody said to you. Or you heard it said about somebody else. Or you said it on somebody else. But be thinking about that. We'll try to we'll close out with that. We'll do uh we'll make some we got a lot of picks to make, so for for football and round ball. But hey. yeah. Either way. Till Jam gets here. I think he's, Did you see? I think he's here. here. Jim, are you here? Can you hear us? Can we hear you? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. We can, I can hear uh -oh. you. I can, I can hear Jim. I can't see him. He's in Um. He's in his own stream yard. Uh, I'm pulling him up. I'm pulling fancy him up. Fancy boy. Here, come, here he comes. Spot. If you, if Jam you, is here. He's in the, the OBS. The chair is here. Though. He's in the OBS one. If you're in that stream yard, he's in there. There we are. Jim, I'd ask you how you're doing, but we got more, we got bigger fish to fry. You're a red pill guy. I got tier QB tiers to talk about. <laughs> yes, you're in the right place. Uh, you're a red pill guy. I just think you guys were talking about the red pill. You weren't giving it uh, the appropriate level of analysis. You're acting like I take the red pill, I'm six years old. And I'm all of a sudden going to be going to my parents with um, bets and predictions and things like that. The red pill is the long game. You got to, it's, it's a tough road, but 
if you're doing that, you've got to pretend to be a six-year-old. You've got to pretend to be that for at least five years. But it's all about uh, it's about the long game, my friends. You're not immediately going in and trying to crack wise and trying to like get these uh, get this money off. It's about building a foundation for a better tomorrow. What's the long game? I don't know. That's where the argument uh, uh, falls in. But Cut is fine. <laughs> you guys were acting like a six-year-old is going to come up and be like, oh, well, you got to bet the Packers. No, the six-year-old has got to trick everyone for a good decade uh, into thinking that they're the actual age. And then they'll have figured out some sort of life secret uh, because they can spend their time getting high, studying something. Because, like, you're going to pass every single test up until you're, like, what, 14, just based on the uh, knowledge you have now. But you have to take them. There's no I guarantee. I feel like you're way- There's no here's guarantee. The, here's the- I feel like you're weighing it I feel like that's no issue to me. I've gone to school multiple times. I just keep going to school. That's you addicted to school. It seems like it. Like off, off. Instead of co-pilot, put nerd on the damn. This is this is egregious. (laughs) Off rip. You know it's it's just not it's just not a wise line of thought because like anyone that is back there doing that, they're probably they're I just don't think they're smart enough because the smart option would have been to take the ten million off rip. Did That's you guys think about the potential murder scenarios where you could be like, now no one's gonna convict a six year old. No one's even gonna suspect a six year old, but now I can take justice into my own hand. Have you considered the six year old that knows everything that a thirty year old would would be the first person killed? Yeah, the Give, first like somebody... person they suspect in a murder is the, the No, because no one would know that I'm a little six-year-old have all this knowledge of a 31-year-old. Nah, they, they'd be like, it was the smart-ass kid, and the police would be like, yeah, nah, it, was you, it was definitely the smart-ass kid. You play dumb for like you a can't, good five years. No, because you can't play dumb. You're 30. You're, you have you're the, 30. Yeah, you, you don't can't. know how to, yeah. Some would argue I'm playing play, dumb right now. <laughs> you can't just play dumb. You can't just do that. You wouldn't be able to do it. It's not possible. Oh, you guys might not be able to, but I think I could do it. Oh. I, <laughs> no. Nerd, I, yeah, nerdy boy over here. But here's the thing. I'm going to have my $10 million. Jam's going to be eight years old in the second grade. Like, man, oh, man. I'm 11 years from being able to make any decision about my life at all. It's a long time to figure out why the fuck you didn't just take the $10 million. That's I'd be miserable that, that entire. That's what would happen. You'd be nine years on your ninth birthday. Be like, I wish I had ten million dollars. Yeah, pretty much every Probably. birthday. You, every birthday where you don't receive ten million dollars, you're like, damn. I wish I should I'd be so much closer to world domination. Like I could be so much closer to blocking out the sun. Like if I wanted to be a truly evil Mr. Burns type of character, I think you can only do it by going back in time. Ten million dollars is not enough. But what's what stopped you from doing that the first chance you you had through life? I didn't know what I know today. I didn't know about. Uh, but you, you don't you, know you don't know how to take um, over the world. That's today. exactly that's exactly what I was going. You don't know how to do any of that stuff today. You wouldn't be sitting here with us if you did. Yeah, yes, I just spend all my time worrying about six year old things. But now that I have that stuff on lock. It's a whole nother lifetime to learn about world domination. You'd be six years old, like, oh my god, I want a beer so bad. I would, I want to die. Jim? I want to smoke. I want to gamble. I want, I want to uh, do anything. Jim? I want a game of skill so bad. My hands. <laughs> Jam's role model is Stewie Griffin, apparently. Yeah, that's, Jam just want. That's exactly what he wants. That's to be. what he wants to be. Um, 
Okay, that was the most convincing argument against me thing is the comparison to Stewie Griffin. Okay. I mean, that's all it is. That's yeah, Jam just is. wants a, a, a villain origin story. That's it. You want a reason to be evil, and taking the red pill is you definitely... You do it for good? What if I was just uh, figuring out a way to like fix the government? What if that was like uh, what I was doing with all my extra time? At you don't know how to do that now. That's why I need the extra 33 years. No, nah, this is this no. is the worst. I've That's, never felt better about taking yeah, the pill. You you actually yeah you you made the argument for the red pill worse with that. <laughs> That's what we call the Socratic method, folks. <laughs> I I can't believe they keep letting you in school. Like not only do you keep going, but they just keep uh, supplying your fix. Yeah, you think they school at, at some point you think they they'd stop you. They they, they should put a cap on school. I think they should. If I'm when I'm president, there's only so much school you're gonna be able to go to. Like I just like hey, you got through tenth grade, I think we're all set. <laughs> like you're good. Um the red pill. Give me a break. Um, anyways. I don't we yeah, we got a lot to uh a lot to get to. Let's uh hold on. Jim, your Celtics made a trade we since did. the last time you were here. Your thoughts? Is that a tanking move? It's a purely salary move. I didn't realize Juancho Hernan Gomez was making $7 million a year, but I'm sure glad we don't have to pay him. Good for him. Um, Good for it's Juancho. weird because they got Bull Bull and P.J. Dozier, who are both injured and free agents coming up, and so like they're not going to play at all. I guess they no. have Dozier's bird rights. but Very cool. Love to have maybe bird they can rights. With that, but <laughs> it's really just like now we're not gonna have to now the Celtic owner's not gonna have to pay the luxury tax. I mean, this team stinks, so I don't I gotta say I'm with the owner. Like I wouldn't mind if we're trying to win, like if we're close to winning, I pay the luxury tax. If we're not even close, this team stinks. I'm not paying the luxury tax. Are you kidding me? For Dennis Schroeder? Give me a break. Yeah, if this if this is the move that's not leads a chance to Dennis getting traded, uh rejoice. Anything I'm mean, a full on blame Dennis. They're five hundred this year, not because Jason Tatum's been inconsistent, not because other players. It's all Dennis Schroeder's fault. He's he has been inconsistent though. Oh my god, yes he has. He sh- forgot how to shoot threes. It's kind of wild. Jam, the people saying you're thirty nine years old. Would you care to address the your thirty nine years old allegation? Who says I'm not? Uh, yeah, sure. That's something somebody thirty nine would definitely say. So. <laughs> They said, they said Jam is either 17 or 45. Well, he's not 17, so... No, wanting to go back to school is definitely 45-year-old talk. Definitely boomer talk. Uh, yeah, where's Jam? we need Jam's birth certificate. I need it now. <laughs> Cut his mic until he gives us his birth certificate. Hold up your doctorate that says the day you were born. <laughs> <laughs> it just is Jam, America. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not official. Chat, chat uh, is talking about Bull Bull's upside. They're saying he has upside like Chris Boucher. But what? What? Did, what? <laughs> it's uh, a like, foot. Okay, that's what I thought it was. I was like foot. Ah, that's why he dropped in the draft. I think it was foot. He's seven foot, a hundred. Um, I mean, for like, if if they're willing, I don't know if he's a free agent. If they're willing to like let him rehab and try him next year, I don't hate that. But I don't. I'm not trying to pay him a lot of money to. Uh, um, He's gonna play just like his dad someday. Don't you worry. Just keep on investing. Yeah. Listen, if Juancho uh, Hernan Gomez is getting seven million, 
I don't see why Bow Bow couldn't just keep getting like a steady five or six. I mean, like, I, I I don't think I've ever seen Bow Bow play a meaningful minute in the NBA. Are we sure he's a real person? <laughs> he's just meta. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure okay, if he's so, actually there. <laughs> so Celtics got PJ Dozier, Bow Bow, neither of which will play. The Spurs got Hernan Gomez and a 2028 second round pick and 2.35 million in cash. Pretty good. Ooh. The Nuggets get Bryn Forbes. He's hurt, I think. It, so is every, so w- I pr- I'm pretty sure like everyone in this trade is hurt or just stinks. I mean, I get that, but at least the Spurs got like a future draft pick. Like, yeah, and everybody, some everybody else just yeah. What did the Nuggets get here? Or maybe Forbes comes back. Is he hurt right now? But yeah, um, yeah. Oh, let's wait, see. Oh when, wait, uh, it's, uh, oh wait. Hold, hold on, it's Dozier who has the torn ACL. My bad. Oh yeah. The, okay. Okay. But, so four. Yeah, yeah. Like the Nuggets just. I don't know. They just need bodies. Yeah. So, so yeah, Forbes is just a shooter. Okay, oh. so okay, this makes some sense. This says he's gonna open up mm-hmm. space for uh, reigning MVP Nikola Jokic. Uh, yeah, there we go. Bryn Forbes, known space opener. Yeah, NBA champion for yeah. for your your. Uh... Okay, yep. so I, so so the Celtics trade Hernan Gomez, who is bad for players who aren't playing. That's probably and save some money. The Nuggets trade two players who weren't playing at all for a player who can't even if it's fifteen minutes can't play, and the Spurs get. To overpay Gomez, but some of the cash to overpay him, and a future pick. I don't hate that. Yeah, that yeah. feels like a. It's, it's a, people helping people. Yeah, it's, yeah. Everybody, everybody gets like a a solid B. Like a it's nice little handshake for everyone involved. Oh, yeah. I want to shake everybody's hand. I'm going <laughs> to shake everybody's hand in this trade. I'm going to shake their hand. I want to shake their hand. I want to shake your hand. I want the thing that, like, if we're getting into like the the money saving part of this season. And I think that's exactly where the Atlanta Hawks are. Oh yeah. Um, this is what I wonder. The Hawks have, they have $20 million in expiring contract. They have all their own picks and they would have had cam reddish. Now they had like, if you're trading, I feel like cam reddish has more. That's why I feel like they sold a little low. Like I feel like, if I'm trading, trying to get something or anything, you have the expiring deals. Reddish is a young prospect. You have all your own picks to go where? I don't know. Maybe we go through that later today, but I don't know. I just don't. If like if the Hawks are throwing in the towel, which I, I this team's bad. I think <laughs> one, yeah. one, maybe two in a row, but they're not good. Clint Capella has to go. He has to go. He's but getting paid the, till 2025. They've just extended him. Like after this offseason, Travis Schlink, the Hawks GM, went crazy. He went crazy. Like Collins got five for 125, which I get. Trey got paid. He extended Capella for two years. Like again, 2024 or 2025. So you already had him until 2020. So there was just no. Yeah, there was just no need for that. And now you can't trade him till after the year. Meanwhile, Onyeka Okongwu, he needs minutes right now. He needs 30 minutes a game right now. Like he, I think if he and DeAndre Hunter stay healthy and play 30 plus minutes a game, I think the Hawks can make the playoffs. Like I think they're that level of upgrade on defense. But uh, you can't bench Capella because you're going to try to trade him in the offseason. So I, I would try to trade him in the offseason. But 
Who wants four more years, like four more guaranteed seasons of Clint Capella? Yeah, no, I'm 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 all set on that. I'm all set. But, hey, you want another big next to uh I, I want Mobamba. Give me Mobamba. I'll take Mobamba for four years. I won't take Clint Capella for four years. Clint Capella's better. Uh yeah, okay. You tell yourself that. <laughs> you tell yourself that. That's exactly what getting the money ball, the value. Mobamba yes. is five times uh Clint yeah. Capella in terms of uh if you break it down. Billy, this guy's half as good, but he makes one fourth of the salary. I think we can get him for cheap. Uh, I think that's kind of a legitimate argument with uh, Capella, just because if you have Clint Capella on your team in 2023 and you're paying him $22 million, like you're going to be a bad team. Like there's just too much of the cap is spent on a guy on the downslope of his career. You just can't pay guys that much money who are bad. I think bad, the, I, I guess the hope is that like the cap will be rebounded and went like up, up, up by then. But he will be how old then? <laughs> like, <laughs> really old? Yeah, how old is Clint Capella? Now? Like I don't, I don't know how he is now. He 30? is. I don't know. He's twenty-seven years old and twenty two hundred fifty-five days. So he's on the wrong almost, side of twenty-seven. So almost twenty-eight, and he's locked up for how many more years? <laughs> Um, several. You know how those thirty right here. and thirty-three-year-old centers Two who are big, they, based now on they athletism. they normally they all age very very well. He comes off contract; he'll be thirty-one years old. Okay, that's that's not as bad as I was thinking, but still, I okay. So that's even more reason I would try to move him like right now. Like the Hornets still need a center. Um, I uh, I think I said it. Give me that uh, the the depth charts. Uh screen please i want to like i want to make a trade i'm gonna make a trade let's make a trade i'm gonna make a trade i'm gonna i want to consummate this trade i want to consummate this trade because somebody asked what's a good return for jeremy grant and i think it's a good question i think it's a good question i the main one i've heard um yeah, there we go. Here we go. The depth charts. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. Put, put, put a pin in Jeremy Grant. I just want to scroll through. Like, okay. Do would Clint Capella be an upgrade in Atlanta? No, that didn't count. Celtics. Jam. Can I interest you in some Clint Capella? No, not at all. Wait, we have well, Robert you, Williams. You have. Wait. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Wrong question. Well, wait. You have Ennis Cantor in the rotation, sir. You could use some Clint Capella. You could use some Clint sir. Capella. You sir. Well, we could use a power forward so Al Horford could be the backup center, and then we never have to see Ennis Cantor again. We well, we no don't. He's Ennis Freedom now. That's true. That's true. Let's see. Okay, so no on the Celtics. Could the Nets? Uh... Dude, Clint Capella is such a Nets player. Clint Capella would actually be, a, I think he'd be a fine upgrade on the net. And they Since, they said they wanted they're gonna trade Paul Millsap. So what about like a Paul Millsap Clint Capella type it's, thing? It's too much money, man. That's the only yeah. thing. It makes too so Nets is probably I just don't think they can afford him. Um, yeah. Who's after the Nets? Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets. Okay. Interesting. I still want the Hornets to get Miles Turner, but if apparently they're just not going to, so. I mean, Clint Capella would help the Hornets. When MJ is making the calls, anything's possible. Yeah, Clint Capella's played in the playoffs. MJ likes that. So, mm-hmm. Hornets, maybe. Okay, who's after them? The Bulls. 
The Bulls could not. No, no dice no. there. Who's next? Cavs, no. No, too many bigs already. Cavs? Eh, nah. Um, I mean, he's better than like Dwight Powell. Yeah, I think they. He's like, better than Maxi Kleber. Maxi Kleber gets blocks. He gets a lot of blocks. I think. Clint Capella gets blocks. Maxi Kleber can shoot too. Yeah, he Clint can Capella shoot. gets blocks. <laughs> okay, so maybe no on the Mavericks. Nuggets? No, the Nuggets are all set. You don't think he's better than Nikola Jokic? I mean, I think it's. I think it's closer than people want to admit, but uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's that's a one A one B situation. I think it's a real coin flip. Oh, uh, look at I, look at the Nuggets uh, leaders chart here. It's just Nico, 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 Nico. Every single that, set almost. That man, that brother's starving. He needs some help. <laughs> but can um, you play Jokic at the four next to Compella? Now there. Listen, I mean, if the Cavs are playing Laurie Markkinen at the three, none of those guys won MVP. Yet, Evan Moby might win it like next year, but for now he hasn't won it yet. So Nuggets maybe. Who's next? Uh, the Pistons. Got beef stew down there. Pistons is. I feel like he like they. It's kind of two different kinds of. I I feel like Pistons are a maybe. Pistons are a maybe. It feels like the Pistons are like the exact team that would take Clint Capella. Like no one else wants him. The Pistons, of course, they always want someone. They had Blake yeah, they, Griffin, you know? Definitely. So Pist- we'll put the Pistons in a maybe. They're not going to be good. So it's like, yeah, no. we're, we're not going to pay. Like have anyone else on the roster uh, for these four years who's going to make that much money. Like why not pay? Exactly. Okay. So P- Pistons are a maybe. We'll put the Pistons in a maybe. Who's after Detroit? The Warriors. Warriors, No. The Rockets. Rockets, no. Uh, the Pacers. Pacers, no. Clippers. Uh, no, Zubak's all right. Uh, La- Lakers. La- okay. They've got the LeBron Lake- at center on this. But when AD comes back, they're going to need a center. Clint Capella's better than, like, DeAndre Jordan. He's better than D-White. Yeah, he's better than... So... Maybe, yeah. Like, I thought you you might have sucked the Lakers into it. Uh, some some of the members of chat are finding out that Meatloaf died today. Did yeah. Yep. R.I.P. R.I.P. Meatloaf. Me, I think you're seventy four, man. It's mm-hmm. a lot of life lived. I also believe uh, uh, comedian Louis Anderson died also. Oh no, not no, Louis. not Louis. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Louis Anderson. Yep. No, man. Yep, I saw Damn. that a little bit early earlier. R.I.P. Uh, damn, I know Louis Anderson can play some center for the Lakers. R.I.P. <laughs> um, I think Capella might help the Lakers. We'll put them on maybe. Who's next? He's too expensive, though. Oh well, they could if, trade Russ for him. If they, oh god, you <laughs> want some <laughs> Russ? You want some Russ on the Hawks? What? Ooh, yes, 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 yes. The Hawks just immediately buy out Russ. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I think we figured out what to do with Russ. I can see that. Um, Memphis Grizzlies. No, nah, in fact, they're good with Adams. Yeah, Stephen Adams. He's like yeah. the most mid you can be of mid. Yeah, so I feel like they're they're fine. No Grizzlies. 
Heat. No, they no. got Bam. And Bucks. They got Yurt Seven. That's the boy. Yeah, Yurt Seven's the future. Uh, Bucks. Ah, uh, I mean, we just sent down Enwara, Mamu, and um, someone else. I forget who. We just sent them all down to the the G League. So. To make some more room for Clint Capella. Yeah, there's a move coming, I think. I think someone's going to come here soon. We'll see. Okay. Bucks maybe for Capella. Uh, Who's after them? Timberwolves. Timberwolves, no. Pelicans. I'll say this. Valentinus is having a good year, and he's a free agent. So... Maybe like in the off season when you can click when you can trade, they clearly don't know what kind of big man they want next to Zion. Yeah. So I mean, they don't even know if they're gonna get Zion back. So. Yeah. So it's like like they drafted Jackson Hayes. They had Stephen Adams now balance. They don't know what kind of big man they want next to him. You might could sell the Pelicans on some Capella. I, I think I could talk David Griffin into some Clint Capella. May I interest you in some Clint Capella in this trying time? Yeah, and he's just <laughs> playing the piano and he looks up and he's like, yes. Yes, you remember. <laughs> um, Ooh, the New York Knicks. The Knicks. I thought you could talk the Knicks into anybody, man. Oh, yeah. Dude. Ooh. Okay. Would you want Kemba? Kemba? Capella? Ooh. Some, some kind of <laughs> deal would, there? Fournier is the one that the money makes them, uh, like lines up. Would you want Evan Fournier for Clint Capella? That's really interesting. Because you moved on from Reddish. Hunter could get hurt. Moved on from Reddish. Oh my God, Fournier! I would hate every single minute of it. But his good game—that's interesting because it would open up more minutes for Kongwu. It would replace. He's like as of right now, right this second, he's a better player than Cam Reddish. Like Cam Reddish has the potential, but Fournier is better right now. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's for, and I don't. Mitchell Robinson is unrestricted free agent. I don't. Like they haven't signed him yet. I don't I can't imagine they're looking they're interested in keeping him. He's always um, shading the team on Instagram. He's as good as Kyle. Yeah, I think he's I think he's out of there. Fournier for oh, that is so nasty. Imagine Randall next to Clint Capello. Wow, New York City is truly back. It's there's a lot of beef. <laughs> uh ugh. but if it was to get off, uh I think I'd pro- I'd have to think about it, man. The problem is Fournier is basically has to say like it's still bad money. He's still he's on a four year eighty million dollar contract. You're like you're not getting any year. Yep, the year last year's team that. though. Oh, is it for Fournier? Yeah, the last yeah. So the last year of that is team, and you're basically through one. So if you can you can get out of Capella or excuse me Fournier's in two more years, and Fournier or Cap- Capella's runs like four more years. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah, I think I would do, and yeah, like Grum said, Clint Capella is better than Mitchell Robinson. For sure. Oh, Mitchell Robinson stinks. Ah, yeah, I had high hopes, and it just, just, I thought it was like a wait till he gets healthy thing, and he's healthy, and it's like, it just has not, not the way I thought. I thought it was going to be like an all defense caliber, like defender, maybe. Um, Fournier for Capella, you know what? We could call that in. We could call it in because Fournier hurts the defense. But Capella does too. So <laughs> we can call that in. Rejoicing with that deal. I think we can call that so, in. I mean, isn't the Hawks Twitter account pretty responsive on Twitter? You, you can definitely send, send that one in. They'll get it to the owners. This thing could happen by like noon. 
noon uh, sex days time. Um, yeah, we could get this. We could get this trade uh, locked in. Okay, so Knicks are Knicks are a probable. Um, Oklahoma City. I feel like Oklahoma City would take kind of anybody. Like they fall in the Pistons category of we're not trying to be good and we have to spend money on someone. Yeah, so I I feel like they're always a maybe team. OKC is always a maybe. Orlando, like now, nah, Orlando got two. They they got two centers unless they trade Bamba to the Bucks. My my Bucks sources are telling me that the players that the Bucks sent down to the G League have already been brought back. So okay. Okay, so they're back in the mix. You, they, in the, that was the big move. They uh, heard that we were talking Clint Capella to the team, and they said, put that right to bed, <laughs> bring them back. We don't want any rumors spreading. No, thank you. Um, so Orlando, no. Philadelphia, no. Phoenix, no. I mean, they kind of... They- I don't. Think they haven't they, paid DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, and Jay Crowder. I mean, I, I've. I don't think I've seen some people saying he hasn't been as good this year. I would. I, oh man, I would do Crowder for. I would do that in a heartbeat. I mean, you got Bismack Biombo playing rotation. Yeah, minutes. they're all set. So they, they got <laughs> in McGee. What world does does Clint Capella replace Jay Crowder? Like, a, how do you replace a three and D guy with a rolling well, center big? They're not paying DeAndre Ayton. He just steps into those center minutes. Exactly. If and I what, was a Suns uh, fan and they didn't pay Ayton and got back Clint Capella, I would revolt. Listen, I'm, it's this. It's Robert Sarver. Like, so, it's not gonna go well. That's like, the logic there. That's the exact logic there. Yeah, Ferkin says, "Why does Atlanta need another wing?" I mean, they just traded Reddish for nothing, so that they just need like. They're gonna say we got DeAndre Ayton at home, and it's gonna be Clint Capella. Yeah, the whole he takes off the mask and it's just Clint Capella. Uh, so Suns, maybe. Uh, Portland, Portland could use some Clint Capella. Yeah, all they've got is Nurkic. I mean, uh, and he's a free agent. Nurkic is a free agent after this year, so he's gonna get. He's probably gonna get paid. He's he's really good. Like, but who who's gonna pay him? Who has money and needs him? I mean. Yeah, has money is the question. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, who has, like, for the next, gosh, for, like, four years, I don't over the next four years, does he get paid more or less than Capella? He gets less, right, than what Capella's already locked into? Yeah, I probably think so. It's hard to say. I mean, he's a walking well, double-double. But I'll say that if Portland, I mean, he's gotten this far. If they're just not willing to pay him, then... He walks out. They just they trade for Capella. I feel like Portland's a maybe. Yeah, Portland. We'll put them in the maybe tier. Like Portland a maybe. Uh, does Atlanta have to chip out Bojan or Gal? I'm fine with either. Like Bogdan, he just keeps getting hurt. Gallinari, the last year of his deal is an option too, so he's not gonna. I don't feel like he'll be here the whole time. The Kings. Now nah, I feel like the Rashawn Holmes is fine. Yeah, yeah, he's fine, and I think they just paid him the Spurs. Now nah, they got Poitel. Like he's good defensively. Doug McDermott starting power forward. Doug, <laughs> Dougie McBuckets. Uh, the Raptors is interesting. They don't have a center, but they also feel like they don't want a center. Like they've just been like, yeah. we're, we're all going to be 6'8 and super athletic, and you're just going to have to fucking deal with me because I'm Nick Nurse and I'm a petulant child. 
I, I think that like it works until it's like okay until they're finally ready for the playoffs and you look up and it's like who you got Joel Embiid oh good lord this was a terrible like, throw pressure to chew on him see what he can do yeah uh, forty eight and fifteen uh, Boucher yeah. I think Boucher is a free agent Kim Birch just doesn't play it seems I don't know I feel like they keep wanting to move Siakam. It always feels like every couple every couple weeks there's like some rumor that he's not getting along with the team for some reason. Yeah, so what that it feels like one of those just eventually there's going to be enough smoke. There's going to be some fire. Yeah. Um, who's after the Raptors? Uh, the Jazz. The Jazz, no. <laughs> Though, listen, we, oh boy, yeah, we'll talk some Jazz later. Well, Don't Rudy you and uh, Donovan keep on beefing. Ooh, they're they're <laughs> they're 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 dogs in heat. Um, that, that is that uh, beef is a big <laughs> test of the enemy of my enemy is my friend because I don't want to be friends with either of them. That's what I'm saying. Who do I even root for? <laughs> um, but I, Utah, I, no. Wizards, no. They you, just pay, they just pay Gafford. Would you say? Did you see that LeBron told Stanley Johnson to target um uh Rudy Gobert when they played? <laughs> LeBron, oh. he like pulled him aside and said, "That's the guy you want to target." Yeah, you just do like I do, just run and jump forty five inches in the air and slam dunk it over him and get the foul call, just like I do. It's just that uh, easy. <laughs> Actually, now you know what. Well, okay, now we won't hit. I want to talk. The Jazz are in the. Dumps, baby. The Jazz. Can we get into the? Can we get into the Utah Jazz? Yeah. Being in the dumps. Uh, Let me pull up. I'm just got, I can't remember if I sent. I've just got some uh, some numbers here. Yeah, fine. It was a quote where Rudy Gobert. He had been out for. He missed five games. Okay. Injured. In those five games, the Jazz beat the Nuggets by six. Then they lost to the Raptors by 14, lost to the Pacers by 12, lost to the Pistons, the Pistons by 10, and lost to the Cavs by 20. Gobert came back and they beat the Nuggets by 23. Okay, so in the five games he was out, they allowed 118.6 points per game. That's the league's lowest rated defense. Lowest rated defense. And here we go. What's uh What's this graphic here say? Twenty the Jazz this season, they're twenty-seven and ten with Rudy Gobert, one and four without, and they're ranked thirtieth in defensive rating in those five games without him. Is that bad? That feels bad. That feels pretty bad. And yet That feels bad. We always hear how Rudy Gobert is the weak spot. Yeah, so it's one of those like as much as I would love to like laugh and clown him. It's not his fault this time. And I think that's what he's mad at. If you can find, uh, I don't even know what they asked him, but he was like, I wish our guys would compete more on defense, like Devin Booker. Devin Booker was the comp he made. That's a, that's a dig at Donovan. It has to be, right? I love Devin Booker. He's not an all NBA defender. He's improved defensively for sure. But he said, I want guys, Gobert said he wants guys that compete like Devin Booker. How, how is that not a shot at Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, I think it even was more of a shot where it was like explicitly talking about the perimeter defense and the guards of the Jazz. Like we need guards yeah. and perimeter defenders like Devin Booker who competes on every single play. And I think both Donovan Mitchell and uh, Jordan Clarkson were asked about it and they were like, uh, 
Fuck Rudy. No comment. <laughs> I mean, listen, not wrong, but this year, Gobert, he's been on the court for 60%, 60% of all the Jazz's minutes. Okay. They defend like the fourth best defense in the NBA. He's been off the court for 40% of it, right? Which is a like a substantial, and in terms of the full season, a substantial sample size. They defend like the 28th best team. The 28th best team. And what does it come down to in the playoffs? Okay, teams go smaller and go bury there has to defend smaller or not be on the court. And if he's not on the court, they're just getting fricasseed. Yes. And okay, here we, yeah. Here, we, what, what, what's this quote? Gobert says. Uh, he says, "I watched some of these other teams, like the Suns or Warriors. Those guys are a step ahead of us in term of winning habits. Devin Booker is playing his ass off defensively. Guys like that, they buy in, and you can tell they take pride in playing defense." Devin Booker, again, love book. Much if, if you look at his defense, his rookie year now is night and day, but. He could, like if he would have said Mikael Bridges, it's like okay, Mikael Bridges is an All NBA defender caliber. Or if he said, I don't know, somebody for the Warriors, like Gary Payton or one, he said Devin Booker. <laughs> That's a shot at Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, there's no like, there's no other way around it. Yeah, known All Defender Devin Booker, and I feel like he, I feel like he's a fine defender. I feel like he's turned himself into like a a competent defender. Um, very, I mean. Trouble, a little trouble in paradise. Again, paradise, yeah, I was gonna. What's the opposite of paradise? But th- this feels like more trouble, right? I feel like every, every what eight months is is a rip. It's only gonna be so many times of this. But both of these guys are song, signed long term, so they have to become best friends again, or I mean, yes. someone's gotta yes. go. Yes. Uh, man, oh man. Maybe maybe, and I, maybe he should start. Um, maybe Mitchell should start playing some defense. I mean, I think it's something to consider. Commit to playing defense like Devin Booker yeah. does. Like, yeah, that's a winning habit. You got to at least slap the floor. Like, he just needs Donovan to buy Mitchell in. Yeah, because the it's thing tough is, with the Jazz because they have to play Bogdanovich, who's a minus defender. Conley, who's like fine, but he's getting old. He, and he's Joe Ingles is their sixth man. They have a seventh man. Jordan Clarkson is not a defender. Like they're seriously playing Royce O'Neal thirty minutes a game just to get some other kind of defense out there. Uh, it's not working. No. And again, Conley, again, like a fine defender, but again, he's six one and he's thirty four, right? Ingles, I feel like Ingles is a smart defender. He's thirty four. Bogdanovich is about to turn thirty three, and like you mentioned, I feel like he's below average to average. Like he's he's not hurting them, but who? Like who's defending the good perimeter? Like who's defending if you have to play a Devin Booker? Who's defending a Clay? T- Hell, even an Andrew Wiggins with the way he's played this year. If they run into them in a series, who's defending a? I'm trying to, even, I don't even know like the playoff uh, order. Desmond <laughs> Bain. Like who do they have for Desmond Bain right now? John Morant. I feel like would eat this team alive. Oh yeah. And I, so I, just... I, I guess yeah. It's hard to it's hard to see like the one thing the Jazz always had is like oh we're like stronger as a whole you know stronger together like we are, we might not be the best team but we play so well move yeah, the some ball of our parts so well. 
yeah, where some of our parts and like, well, now the parts are going back and forth online, so <laughs> that's not going to work anymore. No. Now it has to be the basketball has to be what makes you strong, and it's turning out that some of the basketball might not be there. Yeah, so I, I just wonder, I don't know what... I feel like there's a trade to be made. Like, Jeremy Grant would tell, would help this team, no? Yeah. Like... We talk He's a little, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. That is one that, one thing I want to talk about uh, before we go to break. Jeremy Grant. The I feel like I keep seeing him to the Bulls, but I keep seeing it's for Patrick Williams. I don't know if I can do that deal, man. I don't know if I, I'm. I'm, and I, I'll ask y'all in in, in the uh, chat. Patrick Williams, number four pick last year. It sounds like he can be back for the playoffs this year. And I've heard talk of trading him for, which Jeremy Grant's a fine player. Enough to get the number four pick last year. I think Patrick Williams is still 20, maybe 21. Yeah, he's 20. 20, He's 20 years old. And I understand, like, this year is special. You can't always count on. Like, you, you have to strike while the iron's hot. I get that. But Patrick Williams might play this year. I don't know. It, it feels... A little short side. Like, Why would like, the Bulls do anything this year? They feel like they're uh, have figured something out. Like I know, what, I, does Jeremy yeah. Grant like you like like put you over the top against Brooklyn or Milwaukee? Like, is Jeremy Grant going to be the one that like makes? I just is he like the because if you put Jeremy Grant out there, he's probably what the fifth best guy on the court on a closing roster. Well, the thing is, I think where he would help is in the playoffs. Like so far, they've had success. Demar Derozan playing the four. We know in the playoffs. Like DeRozan struggles defensively. If you're gonna have him at the four, I feel like like Jeremy Grant probably helps you a little more there. And he might even be able to play like some small ball five with no Vucevic. So I feel like he would definitely help. Like I feel like he's a really good fit. But for Patrick, I Kobe, you could talk me into Kobe White. And he's well, and they he's would probably like have White. to give up both or to just make the money match. Like yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what other. Oh, they. I think they've got like uh, Derek know, Sadoransky or somebody. Yeah, they've got somebody, some type of filler to throw in there. But um, yeah, people in the chat, you keep P. Will. I would keep P. Will, man. Um. Yeah, because then you have the kind of like bridge to the to the next. Hopefully, you have your foundation, and you still have like the young guy coming along. It just doesn't seem make sense to like kind of give it up. Well, yeah. Also. Zach Levine is not signed yet. And you have to, like, you imagine as of right now, he's going to resign. But if they just say they flame out in the playoffs, say it just crashes and burns in the playoffs, crazy things have happened if Zach Levine just bounces. And now you've got Jeremy Grant and DeMar DeRozan. So I, that sounds better than Patrick Williams and DeMar DeRozan to me. That's just me, I, though. I don't, Patrick, I've, I wasn't as hot. Like, he went fourth in the draft, and I was like, that feels a little high. He had a really good rookie year. Like, I, they were comparing him to, like, young Kawhi Leonard, which is a little much, but some of the comps were there. I just don't, like, is Jerry, if I'm trading Patrick Williams, the question I ask myself, if I'm trading Patrick Williams, is Jeremy Grant the best I can do? That's where, that's where I have to ask. I'm like, is he the best I can do? Because if, you're tra- if you just put Patrick Williams, like, hey, 
He's available. Somebody make me an offer. I think you could get better than Patrick or better than uh, Jeremy Grant. If they think they're someone in the chat said the Bulls think they're in a window right now, so they've got to just get someone. If they think that's what's going on here, that then Patrick Williams is the guy that goes. You know, that's that's. Just... I, and again, if if that's the is it does it have to be for Jeremy Grant? Because if they can get the one seed, the one seed would be crucial because you would only have to play the Bucks or the Nets. And I don't know where they're at now, but they're in the mix. So, like, making a push this year, I get it. Because, again, there are no, like, DeMar DeRozan's in his 30s. Who knows? Zach Levine is, again, not signed. Patrick Williams, who I'm still high on, development is not, like, guaranteed. Like, we don't know how his rehab, like, he might not come back and be the same guy for a year we don't know miami's the two seed now jesus christ yeah that's that's vicious um i don't like that at all no well and that yeah in that case yeah the one seed would hurt there because you get milwaukee in the second round christ um would i would not want that no i did not know my salute to miami damn it's that it's that heat culture yes but even like Brooklyn, they're, they're enough still in the mix to where, the, I don't know. The, yeah, like Grum said, the Bulls are going to have to defend two of these three, like Katie, Giannis, and B. And, well, it depends, really. Uh, I mean, Giannis is scoring 40 a night against Regardless, him. yeah. And like, B probably scoring 50 a night. Like, you think Big Voos is going to stop... Stop and beat. I was <laughs> no way. I was like, because the because if it's looking like the way it is now, they would avoid. Yeah, so like you said, two of these three. But depending on how it shakes out, if they could have, yeah, avoiding Philly would be ideal. Because you, yeah, like Grum said, you are gonna have to bend two, or you're gonna have to somebody have somebody competent to throw at two of those three. And at the four, Demar Derozan respectfully is not gonna be able to guard Kevin Durant. Nobody can, but. But you, if you, you can get Philly in the second round, you're set. Yeah, they just don't. Uh, I, don't know, I think <laughs> that's just when their con- Yeah, that's just when their contracts end, like end of May. <laughs> we're out. Um, can we can we talk Philly trades and the absurdity <laughs> that is Daryl Morey being like, oh yeah, it's a real bad situation. I don't I don't know how we got into this situation. Wait, is that what did Morey say that? Morey went on some. I think it was like podcast or like local radio show, and was just like, yeah. No one saw it getting this bad. It's just like, really wish we could do something. We probably won't. We're definitely, it's less likely than likely that we're going to do something. If only there was something I could do. Uh, And then the deals that were offered for him, like they were reported, are like insane if Maury doesn't take it. Oh, boy. He went on, it looks like he went on the, the phone. The fu- oh, you know he down bad. The he, GM calling into the local radio station has never produced any good results. It's people. never been the team. Everything's going great. We love each other. We got all our picks. Uh. So it, it looks like this video here that I found. Uh, he shares his thoughts on the fake trade rumors that are created by Twitter accounts. Uh oh. He he called into ninety seven point five the fanatic to address the f- this. <laughs> This rumor deal with Sacramento. There's a lot of names being thrown about. It's not a star caliber player in the deal that you would get back. Uh, it's Heel Halliburton, Wait, Barnes, two first round picks, and you'd be giving up Simmons, Harrison, Thibault. Is, is that the type of deal that makes sense to you? 
So first, I have to express some empathy with Philadelphia 76ers fans who are hungry for news. So they're they have nothing. Else I don't know this to guy. I, he's possible. Deal. I can just tell from this uh, like I thumbnail. Tell you for yeah. that these things that are this guy's just perplexed. Out, reported on. There's really only one. What was going on? Grum said that's not what he but said. So we we got to get to the bottom have, of this. We have nothing better. To Grum, do, who's I Grum? Think, and I don't. And I don't Grum's in the chat. Oh, chat you know, fake Jack trade Grum. rumors. Well, correct me, Grum. Correct deals, the record. But I'm, I'm going purely based on a tweet thread me, of sure one guy who was too. listening to the fan. I mean, we had, we had a down. trade debate. So, it might even be this one. I could be wrong. Tweeted out by Ball I still can't. Do we have a transcript? I mean, Did anybody like, type it up? Were... I still can't hear it. Um, no, it doesn't look like it. But well, it, then we have to go with what Jam said then. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Um, yeah. I'm not seeing a transcript. Anymore. Yeah, Sam said they need to get him some help before the end of his prime. And that's a th like, you don't know how long his prime is. Like, to a certain, they can't give Ben Simmons away, duh. But they also, it just feels like unfair to the team you have right now for them to be in, were they two and a half games back? Go back to the standings, uh, if you can. How, how far, like, not far back at all. And just getting, yeah, not far back at all. And just getting an absolute zero from what, like $30 million, their second all-star, their all first team, all NBA defender guy. And you're just willing to punt it out. Who? Yes. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> he did. He did the classic GM things like, yeah, we got to. We got to get Joel some help. Like right now, I think we're, we have a title chance, but we need to improve it. But uh, we're probably not going to trade Ben. Like he's just talking out yeah. both sides of his mouth and it's classic Maury talk and it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. He name dropped ball sack sports. He said, don't trust everything you see on ball sack sports. That was. Is that a real sporting company? I can it, follow. It's, it's a it's a it's a Twitter account. They tweet out like fake news and stuff with like sports. <laughs> Maury ate the trash. Uh, I think George said it. Was, he said the dude more is more interested in winning the trade than winning a title. And I think it's just a certain point where he's still just holding on to this thing, and it's like I've still got a dollar. I've still got a dollar, and it's like we'll give you sixty five cents max. The deal I saw was Halliburton, Harrison okay. Barnes. Okay. I don't think it was uh, Fox, but um, two first-round picks to take okay. back Simmons and uh, Tobias Harris. Oh, and That's Buddy Heald. It was Heald, Halliburton, Harrison Barnes. Just like mm. two first-round picks to get off of Simmons and Tobias Harris. Uh, reported that was uh, Keith Pompey. Uh, one of mm. our favorite guys, the guy who uh, uh, did the ad read right after remembering 9-11. <laughs> you know who's not tough at all? Uh, <laughs> Steel Beans. Steel Beans. Yeah, yeah uh, Building 7. Um, well, okay, Maury so... apparently didn't want that deal, which is like doesn't make sense to me at all, where you bring in two guys who can shoot three-pointer around Joel Embiid. It just feels like they've yeah. never tried just putting only shooters around Joel Embiid. Well, yeah, if that's tr if they... If you come up with Halliburton, who's good and cheap, Hill, who can shoot, Harrison Barnes can more or less replace Tobias Harris for cheaper. You get off Tobias Harris's contract and get two first-round picks, that, yeah, see, that's one of those, like, hey, man, 
we have 77 cents for your dollar. Not just any first round picks, King's first round picks. Yeah, so That's King, I mean. So King's first round picks. I think they might have wanted uh, Tybal in there too, but uh, I didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't I give up. Think- if I'm, I wouldn't give up Tybal. Yeah, that's the I that's the issue. It. That's why the Kings wouldn't do the trade is because they wanted Ty Bull. I I wouldn't either because again, if I'm getting like everybody that I'd be getting in this trade helps, they can all shoot around Ty Bull, and I still haven't be so I'm. It's like no, if you want to add a pick, if you want to add some protections onto the picks instead of Ty Bull, so I'm with yeah, I wouldn't give up Ty Bull. I would not. He's that it's- level of defender. Is Tybal gonna play like in the closing lineups in a playoff game? Like I'd rather uh, go if with. If you're if you're playing against the Nets, he's defending one of those guys. If you're playing against the like the Heat, he's probably defending. But like I, I think he, I think he has to, and I think it work. If you could put like Embiid and then Barnes around him, who can shoot Halliburton or Seth Curry or Maxi or whoever, if everybody can shoot but Tybal, I think you're fine. I think because Joel's good enough on defense. If you can put Maxi Curry, Heald, Barnes around, and that's Embiid. a re- that's such a small backcourt, man. Yeah, that just feels like it, it's shooting galore. But on defense, I just know last year Kevin Herter was picking on Seth Curry, or uh, yeah, picking on it would, they would just find Seth Curry, and I love Matt. But both those guys are like six two. That's just for like I feel like James Harden. That's lunch meat. He's just built like a linebacker. How tall is Halliburton? Halliburton six five, I think, but he's he's a wiry. He's a wiry guy. Yeah. Um hard working type. Yeah. Hard just says Gordon Wall and two first for for Simmons. No, no, sir. Halliburton feels like an upgrade. Offensively, yes. Defensively, no. Yes. Ty, like Tybal is that like he made I think he was playing 25 minutes a game last year and made second team all day. He's that level of defender. And again, if you have to go through a who like he'll be he would guard probably a Middleton against the Bucks. He would guard probably Harden, probably Jimmy Butler. Like whoever the big perimeter guy is, you need Tybal. So I yeah, I would I wouldn't trade him either in that deal. I think it's funny that they they Hated Ben Simmons because he can't shoot, but they love Ty Bull and he can't really shoot either. He's willing. He, he, that's the thing. He's willing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess that's yeah. the difference. He's willing. That, yeah, that, he's like, hey, mine's not going in either, but I'll try. And they're like, yeah. Um, and you can't, the thing, you can't have Embiid and two of those guys. Yeah, you can no. have Embiid and one. And Grum said, you're asking Joel to do a lot on offense, even with all the shooting. Definitely. Oh, yeah, but that, I, that's called the formula for the Sixers to win. I was going to say, I feel like that, like, like if you're going to go to the mountaintop, it's going to come a point where it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, like man, they, they sure are I'm using him an awful lot. Well, yeah. So many shooters, because right now he has to do everything. Because you know what top, Tobias Harris isn't going to do? Right. Score more than 18 points in a playoff game. Like, it's just, no. right now it's all Joel, and he's just entirely gassed by the fourth quarter. If you can just surround him by shooting, like the way to beat Joel is like send random double teams at him, confuse him. If you just make it so there's no, you can leave no one. Yeah. I think it just opens up Joel. I just like really like the idea conceptually of four knockdown shooters around Embiid. I just don't think that's a, like a team you can stop. Yeah. When it gets, because again, it, you're going to have to, of course, pick your poison. I think their thing would be 
like it is asking MB to create a lot because you would have no like I feel like in a perfect you put them that like MB would score his like 28 and then like Maxie would score 15 a game. Seth Curry would score 15. Halliburton would score like 15. Harrison Barnes would like everybody would just kind of score 15, 15, 15. I don't know who you I guess your secondary. I guess Maxie. You would hope it's Maxie and then a combination of the other guys. But again, you would need Tybal in there just because Curry, Maxie is so that's such a small backcourt. Like Drew Holiday is just like bullying either one of those. Like he's just bigger than those guys. I see some Marcus Smart uh talk in here. Marcus Smart will definitely shoot it. I don't know if you can go Marcus Smart and Tybal offensively, but defensively with Embiid, that's tough. Um I mean Am I having to root for Ben Simmons in this scenario? Because uh no thank you. <laughs> uh, would you root for him in Sacramento? Oh yeah, I'd become his biggest fan. Yeah, he'd be fine in Sacramento. He'd be the best I feel player. Bad for anyone who has to live in Sacramento. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got to have a little, uh, little sympathy. Um, okay. Either way, we'll. I don't know. The trade deadline. We've got a couple weeks. I would really love, like, just for something to happen for both sides. We'll see. Either way, let's take a. Let's take ten. Let's take a quick ten. We will come back on the other side. We will get into our NFL playoff previews. We'll make our picks there. And Scoob, I'm hearing there's a quite a big uh, fight big, this weekend. Big UFC <laughs> card. Uh, first pay-per-view of the year. Heavyweight oh, champion Francis uh, Ngannou is taking on his former teammate who he says is Ooh. not. He says it's not his teammate, even though they did train together nine times. <laughs> I don't know that guy. He's, I don't. Yeah. He said last last night at the press conference, he said that we we must redefine the meaning of teammate now. So I can't. Okay. Wait. I we will talk about that. We will talk. About oh, that. we will. We will one hundred percent talk about that. So ten minute break. Go hand. Go send off. I mean, it's Friday. You better not be doing no fucking work. I better not catch any one of y'all doing no work. But we'll catch you on the other side of the ten minute break. We back. I feel like we had a strong, strong first NBA segment. I'm really thinking about that King trade. I'm sure that will come back up at some point. But now, got a big weekend ahead of us. Big weekend ahead of us. Some NFL previews. We'll make some picks. Maybe a, a pick em or two. And then I'm curious on this UFC fight. We'll get to that. Playoff games. What uh I guess what what's the first one schedule wise uh, on the slate? The first one on the schedule looks like we got Bengals Titans, 330 Central. Uh, okay. Tomorrow, Saturday. So okay. How uh I'm seeing what with the Titans by three and a half is it fair? Titans mm-hmm. minus three and a half. It's in Tennessee. Over under 47 and a half. Which way are we leaning school? Uh, I am, you know, this game, it's 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 going to either go one way, two ways. There's two ways. Mm-hmm. One of them is Derrick Henry runs for 250 yards, the Titans win. <laughs> the other way is Joe Burrow throws for 500 and the Bengals win. Yeah. I think those are the two ways it can go. And I am, I'm on Derrick Henry, dude. He hasn't played since week eight. He's been practicing for a while. 
Yeah, that's fresh legs, man. He's gonna give. They're gonna give him forty carries without like a second thought. Yeah, I feel he like they would have did that anyway. Neil plate in his foot though. Like, I feel like that's a plus. Mean, yeah, I mean, that's a body armor. Yeah, it feels like a plus. Yeah, use it as a weapon. You could swing that foot around behind the line. Fucking yeah. So I, man, oh man, I saw that this game. Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, Julio Jones—they played five games together this season. This will be number six. The Tennessee Titans fielded 91 players this year as an NFL record. 91. They broke the NFL record in week 12. That's crazy. That's crazy. Week 12, a month ago. And they're the healthiest now that they've ever been. The Titans, with eight or more days of rest under Mike Vrabel, 8 0. Wow. Eight no. So Vrabel gets the boys ready. He gets some. Listen, Vrabel's good, man. Vrabel, he he I feel like at the very least you could say he's prepared, which in the playoffs is feels like what it's all about. I, I like Mike Vrabel. I think he gets the most out of his team. I think he's good. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's good. He's, 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 he's we might have to oh man. Once everybody gets hired, we might have to tear NFL coaches. Ooh. I that, know. <clears throat> they've been saying that in chat and I've wanted to. I want to. Okay, coaches. I was thinking wide receivers, but no, nah, I think coaches would be fine. We gotta wait um, for some guys chips to fall. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um also the Bengals are down three defensive tackles this game for injuries, and Derrick Henry's healthy. It's not gonna go well for them. It's not and the last thing the last note I saw that I was like, huh. The Titans won eight games this year against teams that finished with winning records. It's the most in NFL history. Eight games against teams that finished with winning records. Four of those without, or, uh, without Derrick Henry. So it's not like they ran it up early and coasted. Yeah, no, I think the Titans are good. I um I mean the, the I mean their defense the secondary it's it's shaky but they could tighten up they always tighten up you know I feel like the, their secondary is shaky but I feel like their front seven like the Bengals offensive line is not great like I feel like that's gonna be end up being their downfall yeah yeah um so I feel like they'll be able to get enough pressure it's Burrow's first playoff start on the road but normally I'd be kind of shaky but I think Burrow is just different. Like he just, I don't. Yeah, no. He, I mean, he's won a national he's championship. Yeah, he's, like he, he's, he's just built different. He's got swagger. But, he's different. Yeah. So I. Um. Some we got some we got some officiating facts for this game. Uh oh. Um. Who? Uh. Cleet Cleet Blakeman. Uh. His crew, yes. His crew ranked seventh in the NFL with fourteen point six flags per game. Um. The Bengals are the least penalized team in the league. Um, Ooh, but interesting. Blakeman is tied for second most rough, rushing, roughing the passer flags during the regular season. So he'll let it go. He'll throw it. But here's the thing. The Bengals and Titans only committed two such fouls apiece. So if any, not, of, those flag, if any of those flags are thrown, that's how you know. That's how you know. They don't do them, so why is he throwing them? That's interesting. Okay, Jim, from an outsider's perspective, just from what you've heard, where are you leaning? Leaning towards the Titans. Okay. I, I like the fact that they had a bye. No one else uh, can say that in the AFC. 
And it feels like if they can just run the football with Derrick Henry, that feels like a I maybe not be paying as much attention to football now as I once did, but running the football effectively in the playoffs is usually a recipe for success. Yeah. Wait, what got you out of football? Uh, it just got boring with the Patriots in the regular season, and so I just started... oh, oh, just winning Super Bowl. Uh, oh. yes, yes, yeah, pretty much. Got tired of the winning. That always happens. yeah, pretty so, much. So you became a Celtics fan. That tracks <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. Sex J, give me a pick. How we feeling? Give me a score. Ooh, ooh, give you a score. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a it's gonna be a high scoring game. I'm gonna say like 35 27 Titans. Something like that. Or like 35 31. Like there's gonna be some missed kicks. Ooh. Some, okay. Someone's gonna miss some field goals. Or miss like some that. miss some extra points, I mean. Yeah, see that's what the over over under I saw. 47 and a half like both the picks here has everybody like i i feel like over two like I, what am i missing where the like i feel like even if it's bad weather like derrick henry runs and i feel like joe burrow i don't know he just it, like jamar chase can make plays in anything i think it's probably the titans just haven't really put up they, they i mean they yeah they're, they're not a yeah, their offense like hasn't. Yeah, their offense hasn't been that good without Henry. So get a little discount. But now they got him. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I will say. Yeah, I think it's definitely an over situation. Forty-seven feels wild low. So I will take. Yeah, give me the Titans in three and a half points. I'll take the over under and a score. Score. I will say Titans. 31 Bengals 26. Okay, okay. Bengals 26. One of those, like, we get a Bengals score, they have to, like, go for the two-point conversion and try to onside kick it, and it just doesn't... Yeah, it just doesn't shake. So, Titans move on, AFC Championship. Jamie, you got a pick? You making a pick? Titans 23, Bengals 17, a low scoring affair. Okay. Interceptions galore because uh, Ryan Tannehill, I don't trust him. The more I was thinking about the Titans, the more I was looking at their stats and realized that Ryan Tannehill is is their quarterback and is just like, I think only threw over 300 yards. It looks like once or twice. Yeah, he was not that good this year. But I mean, Julio, they got Julio Jones. He didn't play. He was mid. No. AJ Brown was like, on and off all year going through some shit so but i i don't know i think i think i think we tighten up here okay i think so all, all three of us going tighten yeah that's not that good feels, that's not that feels good. perfect feels perfectly fine okay what's the uh so what's the night game what's the, the night oh, Saturday it's, game? it's my packers oh baby how you feeling i'm not ugh, i i'm gonna be a doubter because i always doubt my pack i always doubt my sure. pack but i don't feel good about this one um his, Why? Historically, the 49ers are our kryptonite. I mean, we lost. Mm. They had that. Kaepernick game. beat you twice, right? Yep. Kaepernick beat us twice. We couldn't stop him. And I am just having nightmares imagining us try to stop like Debo and George Kittle at the same time. It's not going to happen. Ooh, Elijah Mitchell running wild. Like, I mean, we've been pretty good <clears> against <throat> the, the run. So I'm not really worried about Elijah Mitchell. But I mean, tight ends were still pretty bad against tight ends. And those Mm. guys that are like X factor players, we've never really been able to lock them down. 
Yeah. Okay. So spread here is, ooh, I saw five and a half. It's up to six for Green Bay. I would take San Francisco to cover. I was going to say that six is a lot of points. Um, and they, uh, yeah, over under 47. So they got another low scoring one. It's cold. I did, it's cold, yeah, though. It's going to be cold. And Jimmy G playing the cold. Look, it says right there. Jim, does it? Yeah, Jimmy G has never started an NFL game with a temperature below 40 degrees. Never. 40. Below 40? Below You've never 40. experienced snow? Not as, a, not as a starter. Oh, Jimmy G's... Dude, Jimmy G might get... Not as a starter. He, he might get hit one time and have to come out of the game, like, actually. But I'll, I'll say this. He played college at, if I'm not... Eastern or Southern Illinois. I was like, he had to have played some sort of cold, right? Eastern Illinois. Um, but as a starting NFL, 40 is not real. Like, it's cold. It's cold to me. But, like, 40? It's going to be, like... I wonder, like, how cold is it going to be Saturday night in Green Bay? Um, the forecast is telling me it's going to be fourteen with the wind tomorrow. So it, it it might be even more. It might be even colder in Green Bay because that's up north from where I am. That's nasty. Um, all all I remember, I've been to I've been to a December game in Green Bay. It was against. No. It, 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 I went with my grandpa. We, no. t- we took a bus there, dude. We took a bus from okay, Milwaukee. That's kind of that's kind of sick. How long is that? Uh, it's about three hours ish, three and a half, a little more around there. Okay, that's not yeah, that's, that's not terrible. Yeah, okay. and and like it, it's a Packer themed bus. There's like drinks on the bus. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, okay, that's got chartered bus. I thought you meant like we took the local. No, yeah, we, Greyhound. No, <laughs> we chartered it. <laughs> And me and my grandfather hitchhiked uh, to the uh, Packers. Yeah, no, and it was it was ice cold. Where we had to wear like three layers, sitting in snow, like you're just in snow in your seat. And all I remember is the guy a couple rows in front of us. He had like a really raspy voice, and he yelled the entire game. Put in sexy Rexy. I want to see sexy Rexy now. And they never put Rex Grossman in. He was on the bench at the time, <laughs> but they did not put Rex. I mean, they did not put Sexy Rexy in for him. Damn, they should have put Sexy Rexy in. Yeah, and it was like it was so cold that like I'm pretty sure at one point the guy yelling was like actually smoking like cigarettes like in the stands. Wow. Like <laughs> no one. It was a better time. Yeah, That's the perfect time to do it because everyone can see their breath. You can see mm-hmm. the little exhale. Right yeah, there. yeah, that's what he was doing. I'm like, I'm so sure of it. Like in retrospect, like Yikes. he had to have been because his voice was like a smoker's voice. It had to be. Yeah. So it's gonna be that level, and this is Saturday night, eight fifteen, going into nine fifteen, ten. Uh, it's gonna be. It might so cold. It might snow just for the sake of it. Yeah. The. Do we know? I saw um, Jimmy G's got a thumb injury and sprained shoulder, but he's definitely playing. But Fred Warner and Boza were questionable. Do we know what the uh, um, what's the status on them? Let's look. Because uh, I think Bo- I'm almost certain Boza was definitely concussed. Now, if he's in or out of protocol, we'll see. I don't know what was up with Fred Warner. As of yesterday, all three are um well Fred Warner is not on the injury report. Bosa, Ambry Thomas, okay. and Jordan Willis are. 
So, okay. so what was Bosa listed? Questionable. Questionable. He's got a concussion, but like, is that really gonna affect him? Like, that's not. Yeah, I, he, he practiced though, so uh, <laughs> you're practicing. I was gonna really say, you're in the game. It's yeah. the play, yeah. So I imagine he will. Like they will literally just they will give him a like a Percocet before the game and yeah he he will sleep nineteen <laughs> he'll sleep nineteen hours a game before then they'll make so he sees no daylight until the game and he will have two and a half sacks so okay so if Warner yeah I'm just gonna assume they're all playing um my man Zadarius Smith is back he's gonna be healthy too for Green Bay. Feel like he he's gonna have some fresh legs, which we'll need in the playoffs. Um, and yeah, and our line, our offensive line is about the healthiest it's been all season. Okay, I like to hear that. And a week a week off always helps. Yep. Everybody, but like especially you know Rogers as a as an older gentleman. I'm seeing you. Warner should play. Bosa's still in concussion protocol. You got to imagine he play like. He's going to play. There's it, no way. I just feel like, the NFL is what I believe the NFL to be. Which yeah, is I mean, also, <laughs> and I don't, I don't even want to make light of it, but it feels like if it was, like, really bad, I don't even think he'd be questionable at this point. If they'd be like, he's not even, like, sitting up straight yet. Like, he's definitely out. If he's questionable, I, it does kind of suck that they got a sat like, just by the draw, they're playing Saturday night instead of, like, Sunday night. Yeah. But, I have to figure he plays. I think um, I think the I think the these days questionable is like the new probable. Like a lot of guys that are yeah. it's not really like Yeah, if you're doubtful, that's when I start yeah, to worry. Yeah, if you're doubtful, then that's where it is. But like they, they Doubtful's questionable now. Yeah, nobody no one's ever listed as probable anymore. It's only questionable. Yeah, because if you're probable, you're playing. If yeah. I see the probable. Yeah. Okay, so I'm yeah, I, I will take it as now. Jai Alexander is he is he in? I'm seeing questionable. So are we taking him as probable? Uh, I he's 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 the one that I'd say he's probably more questionable. I don't think he's played yet. Okay. Um, I think Bakhtiari he came back briefly already, so he's probably good to go. The only one he that's not did. back is uh, Elton Jenkins. Okay, he's he, offensive lineman, right? Yeah, he's the left tackles, <clears throat> I think, or left side, I think. I honestly okay. like they've been hurt so long that I've forgotten <laughs> what they look like. When Who's where? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but if Bak- I mean, but if Bakhtiari and the rest are healthy, Bakhtiari Rogers is healthy. like he's the best player on the team. Like, yeah. So him him being back is major. And then Marquez Valdez Scanlon being out, um, that's not really a big deal. That's yeah. That's not really um, a player. That's that's a drop ball waiting to happen. <laughs> so Karen King is active, is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I, I don't think I don't even think he's on the roster anymore. Let's see. Okay, okay. So yeah. Oh, he is. No, he still is on the roster. Oh, oh. he he could, he, he could not. I can't wait to see twenty uh, chasing. No, no, no. Chasing Debo, chasing number 19. And that goes deep. The 20, the 10. He plays, uh, okay, okay, no. He only plays nine. He played 11 snaps. So that, okay, we're fine. We're fine. That's fine. Well, that's the 11 catches. That's like he'll... special teams number. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Uh, Give us a pick. How you feeling, school? Ooh, I'm going to say that the Packers... They, I'm gonna say that they win, but it's close. I'm gonna say it's like 
Packers 27, 49ers 24. Something like that. Close one. Yep, I'm going to say that the 49ers definitely cover. Packers blowout. Packers win. I'm saying 38 to 27. I just think Aaron Rodgers, quite good, playing at home, coming off a bye. In the weather, I don't like Jimmy G having a broken uh, thumb in sub-zero temperatures. Like, that just doesn't sound good like and you add the cold to it is he gonna be able to feel the thumb he's got small he's also like one of the most important fingers for throwing but that's just me to be fair he's also got a sprained shoulder so it just feels like he throws some dumb picks like i I think he's a pretty competent quarterback i might even put him in a certain tier but i won't go there (laughs) um no but i just think that it's tough to win on the road when you're hurt going up against the best quarterback in the league yeah. Yeah. I uh I don't like this well on Green Bay too. I like Green Bay too. Um I will call it 31 to I say 21. I think I don't know, just being banged up in the cold weather and he like Jimmy G will already get a pick or two. So if that turns into a two picks and a fumble, um it could get ugly. They get a garbage time touchdown. But I will take, yeah, give me the over again. I will take Green. I'll take Green Bay in six points. And Ooh, yeah, 31 okay. 21. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is Josh Norman is going to be guarding Devontae Adams. So Devontae Adams. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Is, I that, mean, is that true? Josh Norman's their number one cornerback, uh, I'm pretty sure. That's. I'm pretty sure that's who they have guard the best guys. I that's mean, alarming. They, they've been banged up though, but I mean, that's still alarming. Um, so um, we got we got our referee referee facts here. Oh well, okay, um, hit me. Ron Torbert's uh, regular season crew threw the fourth uh, fewest flags, and he is assigned to the game with the second least penalized team, my Packers. So okay, very disciplined. Yep, very disciplined. Uh, some someone say that uh, the Packers have a twelfth uh, twelfth player, and he wears the stripes. Mm, uh, I've been hearing that as well. <laughs> uh, Josh Norman is the most penalized player <laughs> in this game. He has six flags for defensive pass interference. And he's got ten penalties total. And now he gets to guard Devonte. Yeah, I feel like this is a game where Devonte Adams. He only has like sixty four yards, but he has like four pass interference flags. Yeah. So, boy, that's tough. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick 31-21. Predict 64.5% are picking Green Bay by average. Okay, by 4.9 points. So a lot of people are, a lot of people riding with you, Scoop. They're picking Green Bay. But the but 49ers, the yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so. The over is 14-6 and six in playoff games with Aaron Rodgers starting and Four and with Matt Lafleur at the helm of Green Bay. Mm, yeah, I like the over here too. Okay, so who's uh, Sunday early? Who's next? Sunday early, we got oof, Rams Buccaneers. Man, it, it literally took twenty weeks, but we finally—it's like, man, we got a good slate of games. It's only yeah. four of them, but I feel like we got four heavy hitters. Uh, Rams Bucks. It is what's that? Bucks by three. 
That's what I saw. Over yep. under 48. Jalen Ramsey gets Mike Evans. And Ramsey has historically dominated Mike Evans. Has he? I didn't. Oh, boy. Dominate. Let me pull that up real quick. Yeah. I, I was already. I mean, especially like no Godwin, no Antonio Brown. But yeah, if I was going to ask had, who's healthy for the, for the Bucks. Uh, Brady just needs to find one guy that he can throw to 17 times. I, I was going to say normally it would be Mike Evans, but if he's got Jalen Ramsey allegations, then he will not be beating, no, not consistently. Oh, no. Brady wants Mike Evans to be like get as much attention as possible so he can find uh some the real west welker type in the slot scotty reynolds um yeah. let's yeah what the so the, this is evans versus ramsey over the course of their careers this was oh this was 2021 when they played so this is a long okay. time ago but um ramsey shadowed him 73 percent of the routes um evans got a touchdown but it was the one time when he wasn't lined up on ramsey um, hmm. In the routes versus Ramsey, he had seven targets, four catches for forty yards. So okay, that's a very modest day. Very modest day. Very, very modest, modest day. day. So I, yeah, this will be like the Gronk, OJ Howard. Uh, I don't even know day. But who are the other receivers for the Bucks? I've, they've got uh, Johnson is one. The dude from Minnesota. Uh, Giovanni Bernard is a running back, but he'll catch a lot of passes. Is is touchdown Lenny playing? Lombardi uh, Lenny? I think Lenny practiced this week, I'm pretty sure. Is Lenny is uh okay. I do now they played earlier this year and the Rams won. But this was week three, which was re- like legit four months ago. Like the Rams didn't have Von Miller, the Rams didn't have Odell Beckham. The Buccaneers had Godwin, had Antonio Brown. He might have been inactive. But much different. That This game's going to look much different than that one. Yeah, for sure. Bucks minus three. This, I think this might be the game of the weekend. What the... I, how are we feeling? I, I think... I honestly think you're right. And I'm, I'm on the dog here. I think the Rams win outright. Really? Yeah, I think no. I don't think Worfs is playing for the Bucks. That's I saw that he. Uh, yeah, what to say there about Worfs? Um, might be because he did not. He looked. Uh, I don't know why they put him back in for like the two snaps they did. He I, looked awful. I mean, the high ankle sprain for a big man. He's there's no oh, chance. That, there's they, no chance. Busted wheel. There's no oh, high. Yeah, he's. There's no chance. Um, I mean, look at their injury report here. They are banged yeah, up. I was gonna say, what if he's listed as questionable? That feels like a, a, a doubtful. I don't even, I don't even see him on the injury report right now. Nah, so yeah, he's probably he's not playing. even gonna play. Yeah, I can't imagine he plays. That's major. He's in a walking boot. He was in a walking like... boot on the seventeenth. <laughs> Arian said he has a chance to play, but he's in a walking <laughs> boot, dude. That's preposterous. That is just. Um, Leonard Fournette. Jesus Christ! Do the Buccaneers have any healthy players? No, all all of their <laughs> linemen are banged up. Jesus Christ! Uh, Fournette participated Thursday. Okay, so I, I imagine all of these guys probably play. Um, except for works, he yikes. Rashad Perriman did not practice Thursday. Giovanni Bernard limited. 
Uh, Ronald Jones okay. didn't practice. Okay. Um, they do get Sunday, so they get that extra. Yeah, they do. They will get an night. extra day. But I mean, dude, if if dude if if Werfs plays with a bum ankle and has to stop Aaron Donald, they're gonna run him over. Aaron, they're gonna. Aaron Donald might get twelve sacks in one game. Like, well, I was gonna say, not e- I feel like you would even, don't even wait. You just let Leonard Floyd or somebody run him over, and then you just let Aaron Donald run over the three people he normally does. That yeah, you know, Werfs looked awful. Yeah, I am. I am, he looked like injured. Um. I wish I wish I could um I wish I wasn't banned from Bovada. I would put I would put money down on the Rams. That's for sure. Now you can you can do it in the underdog app. Promo yeah, trail. exactly. Uh. We're gonna have to uh, find dude, oh oh they need to add sack lines so we could get Aaron Donald sacks. Oh, that would be, yeah. They could put it at like five and a half and I'd be like, oof. I, I, I would do think it. about uh, it. I would think about it. I mean, woof. I would definitely uh now you know what that's what we should have did. That was stupid. We should have made our picks by uh Oh yeah, as we were going through the game. Yeah, games, as we're going by the game. Let's uh what we'll, fools. We'll, we'll, yeah, we we're, we're so stupid. After we um, analyze each of them, we will have Well, you're a schoolboy, Jam. You like you're you're the brains of this operation. You're supposed to be I'm the brains. You heard my red pill take at the start of the episode. I don't think Yeah, that sucks. What, um, what if what, sucks. what if Jam's got all the pickums already put in? He's got all the winners mm, put in behind He the already scenes. knows. Uh yeah, I was gonna say we yeah Cameron Brait, Johnson, Gronkowski, Evans. Those are the four receivers on the board. Um, okay, so we're seeing. Oh, they get Sean Hockley for the referee. We we all love oh, the, the Hockley. Hercules, yeah. Yep, Hercules Hockley. I don't know if you know about Hockley uh, Jam, but he's just an incredibly jacked referee. Just oh, like, he's a specimen. I, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, just one of just to know. Easy Ed on the eyes. <laughs> Just chaotically jacked. Um, now, I'm seeing Matthew Stafford, 279 pass yards. Cooper Cup, 102. But Beckham's only getting 45. Van Jefferson, 35. Higby, 42. Somebody, like, if he's if Stafford's getting 279, somebody, like, two of those are hitting, right? Minimum. Like, yeah. 45 for Odell Beckham? He caught 54 in a touchdown last year. He caught, or excuse me, last year. Last week, he caught, had four targets, four catches, 54 in a touchdown. And it was a beautiful touchdown catch. You know what's going to happen, though, is Stafford is, he's guaranteed to throw a pick. I mean, he's guaranteed. He always throws one. But in their secondary, a little bang, uh, banged up. Ah, that, that's never that doesn't stop also, he, wait I, I think we said that last week and he didn't throw a pick that means i mean look before that though he's due he threw he's two due. two the last two weeks before that he's due he's due he's due he's um, due you you should put the under in because i want to put the over in no nah, i'm going over oh. you, no no you don't no 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 you don't you don't you don't get that one to yourself i'm going the over on interception he's gonna throw an interception like the game they lose, he's gonna throw an interception, and if he doesn't, I think they win the Super Bowl. Not even kidding. Um, I'll take the over there. Cooper Cup had a very quiet day. Yeah, they they more or less just double teamed him. I don't think the Bucks will do that. 
even with their banged up secondary. So I'll, I'll, I'll go over receptions again. I just feel like he's going to – he has a 9 or 10 reception day. He gets back in the mix. Okay. What, uh, what, what are you feeling there? You – I mean, Beckham, I th- – I'm, I'm looking at Beckham too, but I don't know. I think – I don't know. I think Beckham. I think Beckham's going to have think Beckham a Beckham goes crazy? He's going to have himself a little, a little playoff run, I think. He's going to have some – Okay. I would Odell Beckham in Super Bowl MVP. I would love him. Oh man, people that would. would oh my god, he just flips the bird to Baker. Uh, oh and yeah, his dad's just up there just doing the gritty. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> Hanging out on a boat just all off season. Yeah, in Timberland boots <laughs> with a Super Bowl trophy. I w- let's see. So Mike Evans, seventy and a half yards. He's going to have Jalen Ramsey on him. Yes, he is. I would go after another Bucks receiver. Tom Brady just doesn't get sacked. And so he's going to need to find some guy who's not Mike Evans. Just to, if, like, is there Giovanni Bernard, like receptions thing that you could. Uh... Well, well, that I want, Ev- but I'm leaning under for that reason. Oh, like if, okay. Like, yeah, like, like when Aaron Donald's in his face, he's not going to get sacked. He's, I mean, he'll throw it away if he needs to, but he's going to throw it to, like, it might be the Cameron Brate eight-catch game. But for Evans, I feel like that means an under. Okay, so, oh, man, you're feeding, I'm going under. You're feeding me rat poison this week. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going under on Evans. Oh, my uh, God. I got to go under Stafford, under uh, over <laughs> Evans. Oh, man, this is rat you didn't learn, poison. You, you lost again. You didn't learn your lesson yet, still. Still licking your chops from that steak and lobster oh, from the first time you faded. Look, me. Uh, that's I might have. I can't. I can't do the Stafford under. I'm doing the Stafford over. I'm taking that. But okay, I'm gonna take. Okay. I'm gonna take the Mike Evans over, and we'll see if he can get one over on Jalen this week. I respect. No, I'm putting in. I'm putting in big game of skills this weekend. Is it gonna be the? See, I feel like Grant. I don't know about yards. Grant gets like the red zone work. He yeah, doesn't do anything yeah. inside the twenties. He's he gets the a, yeah, he gets that work. But I will say, yeah, I'm fifteen and a half yards for I will go over on Brait. I feel like yeah, this might this is just the seven catch Cam and Brait game. Especially with like two tight ends. It's, they're paying a lot of attention to Gronk, a lot of attention to Evans. He mm-hmm. catches two steam passes and boom, he's over that. Yeah, so I will Yeah, they oh yeah, I'm going this is a four game of skill weekend, baby. I'm taking. I'm riding high on the hog. Bray, I'm locking that in. Brady's gonna get two catches for ten yards. <laughs> Brady really didn't even look his way. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. Okay, let's go. Before we jump, to, let's go back. Get a pick. Some picks in for the uh, Bengals Titans. And again, you can pick along with us. You can fade us. Tell us. Download the Underdog Sports app. Promo code Trill. First deposit, they will match up to a hundred bucks, and then you take that and fade this promo code Trill. That puts you in like the the billions. I'm not that good at math, but Bengals Titans. Some are saying that is the fastest way to become a a fresh millionaire. Yes, if not billionaire. Um, So now we're the first thing I'm going to. I want to see. Oh, they don't even have Derrick Henry on. 
Oh, they're waiting. You sons of bitches. You risk team. You dirty dog. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's hard to say, like, what's he going to do? Because normally his prop would be, like, above 100. But Mm -hmm. coming off injury, I wouldn't wouldn't give me Derrick Henry 60 yards. I wouldn't do that. Hell no. I will take... Give me A.J. Brown over 75 and a half, though. I think he has a good day. And on the Bengals side, Joey B two seventy eight. He he likes to spin. He likes to spin it, man. He likes to sling it. Two forty four. Now that Titans, they got a good secondary. Okay, you know what? I will take a Joey B interception. He's due. He's He's too. He's too hot right now. He's way too hot. I'm going under with that one. <laughs> the interception. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm going over. He was he just gonna never throw another interception? You think Joey Burrow heat check game? That's a crazy prediction there. That's going, no, you know. Okay, no, I don't want that because that's not a. Even if it hit, that's not a fun one. Yeah, see, that. see, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm you don't I'm want out. a root for Joey B to have a bad I'm game. Out. That's evil. I'm out. I'm out. I will root for. Give me the Jamar Chase over six receptions. That's I think the one I was get, looking at. It's I think he gets some work. Yeah. If you I think don't Jamar, at least give him 12 targets in this game. Like, you just need to put yeah. the ball in his Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dynamic. All right, I'm going under the receptions. I think he, <laughs> I think he gets five catches for... Mm-hmm. 300 yards. I, that's a lot. I'll say five. Could be. Uh, five for, like, 92. Okay, good. That's a good day of work. Yeah, it's a good day of work. He's still gonna have a good game, but he's not gonna hit your prop. I feel like I have to. I have to. They don't have Julio Jones touchdown because he's I'm not. begging the I'm begging the risk team to add a, t- t- a touchdown booster just for me, only for me. Nobody else can get it. That's just too funny. If he kept he, this is the week he catches a touchdown. He catches four of them. Oh yes. Um, Speaking of a booster, Debo mm-hmm. Samuel one reception mm-hmm. yard. If you did not use the Stefan Diggs booster last week. You can use the Debo Samuel. Oh. Yeah, if you yeah, if you like us, the bozos at the bottom and the top here. Uh we both uh set fire to uh our <laughs> it Stephon... was burning a hole in my pocket, man. I mean, they they told us, they told us, they said when they d- initiated the promo for everybody, they said you might want to save it for one of these other weeks. And everyone said, no, thank you. I will take the Stefan Diggs. Uh, I, I couldn't. It's like the uh, experiment they do with kids. It's like, listen, you have one marshmallow right now. If you wait 60 seconds, I'll give you 100 marshmallow. And the kids are like, I want it right. I want the one right now. Absolutely. Um, that was me with that booster. So, yeah. Man, that's a good one. You know Debo's going to hit that, and you compare that with literally anything. Meanwhile, I'm over here guessing like a dummy. <laughs> um, I will take 41 and a half yards. He's had, he's had 65 yards the last three games. I will take the under there just because it'd be fun if he proves me. He's definitely going to beat me up, so it'd just be fun if he uh, proves me wrong there too. Just to spite you? Just to spite me. Really just to spite. I do want some Burrow action, though. I, I can't not have some Burrow action. 278 pass yards. What are we thinking? 
What are we thinking, chat? 278 pass yards. If they tighten up, I mean, it's scary. You don't want them to tighten up. I, uh, okay, I feel like they'll be playing some catch-up. That's true. In this game. I think they'll be playing some catch-up in this game. So I want Joey B over 278. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. I'll lock that in. Man, I wish I had that Debo booster. <laughs> I'm putting in so many games. I got to hit one. I got to. Wait, so you took uh, you took the burrow over? Yes. Okay. Over 270. Are you going under? Oh, that's so You tough. don't want to you don't want to. You don't want to root for that. Yeah, I don't want to. I mean, but la- I mean, last week he only got two forty four. So maybe I mean, he didn't. Oh. It was Derek Carr. He didn't need it. Now he's playing against yeah. Ryan Tanner. <laughs> you're you're right. I don't want to root for that one. I'm I'm abstaining from that. I refuse. I'd stay away. I refuse. I do have the Debo booster. I'm taking it, and then I'm just gonna fly high on the Packers. Go over Aaron Rodgers' yardage. Over. Devontae Adams yardage and just like hope for my Packers blowout, but then I only have to have one Debo reception. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Yeah, the risk teams. Um <laughs> let's yeah, let's jump to that. Jimmy G. I don't want any part of a Jimmy G game of skills. That's just bad for no. my spirit. It's bad mean, for my soul. They don't, have, they don't have interceptions on there. I would, yeah, that's bad vibes. I uh, mean, I'm liable to go Jimmy G yards under. I mean, in the cold, busted up thumb. Ooh. I feel... I kind of feel that way about touchdowns, right? Like, are they... They get in the red zone? They're just going to trust... Uh, bump them? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, when has Jimmy G ever thrown two touchdowns? Yeah, let's see. He's thrown two touchdowns. He's thrown three touchdowns the past three weeks combined. Yeah, I don't think I like it against the Packers in the second round of the playoffs. I I think I'm going. Yeah, I'm going the under there on that. I want the touchdown. Give me the under. You going the under there? Give me the under. Well, I am. I'm not putting. I am. I am absolutely not. I'm not setting my money on fire by doing the over there. I I know when I'm beat. I know when I've been outsmarted. You, I got fed rat poison with the last one, so I will. I will tail semi tail you here. Okay. I, I will take his yards under. I think he gets under okay. two thirty. That's probably the smart one. Because uh, I mean, Kittle. If he if he yeah. throws one and someone takes it and runs with it, I will feel silly, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Do the Forty uh, ers have any players who are very athletic and can you know break one off for a for a long distance like uh, that? Uh, Debo, Debo Samuel. Samuel. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of those joke questions. Ah, yes. All right, you you dirty dog. Uh, Kittle just I don't know. He just doesn't catch a lot anymore. Like. Six catches the past three weeks. Hasn't had more than 29 yards in a game. But now this week, his lines are 50 and a half yards and four and a half receptions. What, are, can Green Bay just not cover tight ends? Historically, we've been pretty bad against tight ends. Um, I okay. I can't okay. remember off the top of my head, but this year we gave up some, we gave up some yards to some pretty uh, mid guys. So. And okay. and I mean, good guys historically cook us. Oh, it was that the game with uh, Mark Andrews and um, uh, Tyler Huntley at quarterback. 
Uh, Andrews, okay. Andrews cooked us. But even is like for him to get ten catches, Jimmy G gonna be able to put it on the dot ten times. I mean, not t- but five. Like, I like. Wait, how did wait? He got five catches for ten yards against the Rams. What? Yeah, how does that even happen? That's what I'm saying. Like, he's just not really a weapon much anymore. Yeah, um, that's crazy. So, I think I want the yard. I'm going under fifty and a half yards. Okay. I'm going under fifty and a half yards there. All right. Well, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the over. There. I'm gonna take the over. No, nope, you should listen. I am like Jordan says. I am the worst picker on the enter. I can't wait to whip on over oh, sixteen. Smooth over sixteen. Yeah, if you were uh, fading you last week, you would made so much. Would have made billions. Oh, listen, and we got some. Okay, this works even perfect. I didn't know they already had them up. They got the uh, MMA over unders up too. We'll talk though. Yep. We'll, we'll, so perfect, perfect. I'm so um, excited for those. Okay, let's see. Yeah, let's finish this. Okay, what do I want for the pack? What do I want to root for for the Packers? Like this feels like kind of a light work game for them. I mean that Devonte number looks really low, ninety three and a half. That looks pretty low to me. See that? Yeah, eight looks high for receptions. Mm-hmm. But yards. I mean, if Josh yeah. Norman's guarding him, you got to think he hits that. Oof. But like you said, a lot of fl- uh, flags, penalties. Um, yeah, he might not get his yards. Okay, I will for that. Re- I think he goes. I will take under in reception. Okay, you're gonna take the I, under in reception. Yeah, I'll stay. You know, I'll let you have yards. I'll let you have it. I'm not gonna touch it. All right, I'm taking my yards. I, I'll let you. I'm not gonna touch it. Alan Lazard. Uh, is it the Alan Lazard game? Oh, I mean, without MVS, uh, Lazard's quietly been pretty good. I mean, look at that. He's got two touchdowns, one touchdown. He's got four touchdowns yeah, 40, in the last three. Yeah. So thirty-eight and a half. I'll take the over there. That's just not. Big number, yeah. Let's. Oh boy, I'm going crazy. I don't know what I'm. This is. I'm just throwing dollar bills out the window. Just toss um, them into the wind, saying, "Yeah, Damn. under Jimmy G, under Kittle's yards, under Devontae's receptions, over Alan Lazard." I'm gonna... And we we got one more game we haven't talked about still. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do we get our? Uh... I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna add those plays there to the card I've got going. Perfect. Let me see. Do we? Yeah, we already did, we didn't do our our game pick. Okay, so Rams Bucks. What's game picks, and then we'll, we got our last game to discuss. Uh, Rams Bucks. I am Rams Bucks. Rams at Bucks. Bucks minus three to line over under eight. You know, to be honest, and this I mean this might be a really hot take here, but I'm thinking like I'm thinking like Rams onslaught. I'm thinking like Rams Rams like twenty four Bucks like thirteen. Really? Like these shutdown games. I think that Brady has really struggled with pressure and like he's used to having the best line in the league in front of him and now he's not he's not gonna have that against Aaron Donald. It's No. It I think I mean I think the one game I'm specifically thinking of was he played the Saints. And then some of the wide receivers got banged up, and then they, they scored zero points. Yeah, that's the game I'm thinking of here. I'm thinking something like that. They had wow. Okay, jam. I mean, everything Sex J is talking about right now, like it makes a lot of sense and logically, like bad offensive line, not a lot of receiving options. Aaron Donald, 
all of that points to like Rams probably winning a low scoring game. Um, so I'm going to go the exact opposite of that. And I'm going to pick, uh, going to go with the Bucks. I still think it's going to be low scoring, like a, a 17, 14. I'm actually, I'm Ooh. calling out the push. Bucks are going to win by exactly three. Ooh. Okay. Nasty. Risk team. If I get that risk team, I want a $500 bonus immediately. That, I think that's more than fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to pay out the push, but pay out Jam's push. Um, I Before the year, I said Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl. And I don't feel particularly good about it. it. Like both those teams are still in, but I don't. I just. I just. I feel uh, like the Bucks. They. They. I feel like they've got some drama behind the scenes. They're not talking about. I feel like that's right up Tom Brady's alley. I'm going. Uh, give me the Bucks. Oof. I'm going the Bucks. Thirty-one. 31-28. I think we get a close one. Ooh, okay. I think I'll, I like I'll, I'll go score. push as well. I'll go push as well. Um, I like I like this. I like this one. I'll be I'll be. This is the game I'll be watching the closest. I'm on the opposite yeah. side of you guys. I need my bragging rights here. Yeah. Oh my god. I gotta get on the other side of the game. I'm <laughs> dying over here. Um, <laughs> last game and boy, the the Super Bowl really. Like I really do think whoever wins this might win the Super Bowl. I would like honestly, I mean, I'm a Packer fan, so I believe we're going to win the Super Bowl. It's our year, but... That's cute, man. That is... that is. <laughs> I, I, You wouldn't be wrong. I, I don't think you're wrong with that, Dave. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm being cute, but I don't think you're wrong. I think that the AFC team in, of this game wins the Super Bowl, probably. Mm. So it's but Chiefs minus two. So we're just still out there. Yeah, Chiefs minus two. Yep, it's yep. in Kansas City. Over under 53 and a half. That's so that's a, really that's fun. the one. Yeah, all the 47, 47, 48. This one's 53 and a half. So they think we definitely get some points here. I'm I'm going reverse brain under here. There, I don't think I don't, oh. I don't think it, it hits 54. Every game where the Chiefs have like a really high total. It, it, it's always like the slowest start ever for Pat Mahomes. Yeah, they'll start. Yeah, they start. They're down fourteen to three, and then he just gets hot. But yep, yep. Let's, okay, they only got the studs. Just Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey for the Chiefs are available. I kind of like no trade Avius White, but Tyreek Hill hasn't really went crazy in a while either. No, like, not really. But I mean, uh, the Bills. The Bills secondary is like one of the best in the league at lim- really good. limiting big plays. So okay, so I will take um, that two hundred eighty-five yards is an awful lot. But he is Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Uh, Ooh, I would. Love, that I, would, I would love to doubt Patrick Mahomes this week. Yeah, I would love to. Doubt him then. What are you thinking? Under? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking under. I would love to doubt Patrick Mahomes. You're going under for yard 285 yards? Yeah, I'm going under there. I don't Ooh. think he gets that. I th- I I think I think the we're, we're, I'm getting a little ahead here, but I think the Bills win this. Ooh. 
I'm part of Bill. I'm, 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 I mean, your Bill's Mafia. We, yeah, we got to throw you through a table. If they'll have yeah. me, I will be thrown through a table for Bill's Mafia. I'll do it. I'll, I'll get, I'll get jumped in. Jump me in. Okay. I'll take the over there. Give me the over for Patty Mongeal. I will take, give me the over for Kelsey's yards. He just kind of, I'm taking like that he, under too. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Caliente. <laughs> uh, I'll take the uh, over for the Bills. They got Josh Allen, three hundred twenty nine total. Like he's just been running the hell out of the ball lately. Like sixty six, sixty three, eighty one yards each of the last three games. Oh, that's total yards. I was like, does the risk team know something we don't with? Like, yeah, no, no, total. Um, so if you think he can like another sixty yards and throws for like two sixty. Against this chief, but this chief defense—they've been like, like since the since they stopped stinking, they've been pretty good. That's true. They've been they've been above average. I'd say they're getting they're pretty good at uh, yeah. getting pressure. I think that was their issue before they had pass rushers out like Chris Jones and all that. Mm. Now they got him, but he's they moved him to the interior. Mm-hmm. I will say I, I think Cole Beasley under twenty nine. Like Cole, he's just not really a factor in there. Vince. Yeah, no, he doesn't really get used I, anymore. I gave this is the four touchdown Cole Beasley game. Um, yeah, I, I'm, going... <laughs> I'm taking over just to spite you. <laughs> Son of a gun. Um, He's gonna do one catch, one catch, <laughs> one catch, 31 yards. Uh, it's gonna be one, it's like to end the game. It's gonna be one, he could fall down at any time and he runs 30 yards exactly and just falls down. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna pull my hair out. Um, I'll take the under there, and Josh, I'll take the over there. Like, if you run, if, like throwing for two seventy and running for sixty, it doesn't seem unreasonable. Like they're gonna need him to do that. Yeah, true. To like to win, if they win, that that's what they're gonna need. So I will. I'm going with the Bills too, school. I'm gonna spite your spite. Ooh, I'm gonna spite your spite. Turn it right back he, on me. Wow, he just. I'm gonna spite your spite. Man. I will That's say, mean. I think this number right here, Dawson Knox, thirty-seven and a half. That, mm. That's way too low. I'm taking. I'm taking think, that yeah, over. He, he's been playing well. And the, eighty-nine yards and two touchdowns last week. Uh, the Chiefs. But they were. Stink. I mean, they were just getting busy. They stink against tight ends. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, Jam, who you got? Pretty obvious. It's Chiefs 49, Bills 42. It's going to be a Oof. touchdown fest. Way over. 49 that's what, that's what to 42. Have, that's, that's what I want to have happen. Like, that's the kind of game I want to watch in the final game of the playoffs. Just an absolute shootout. No that defense anywhere. Yeah, what the, what's your score, Sex Jay? You got Bills how much? Uh, I... I'm okay. Actually, I think I was. I think I lied before when I said this one goes under. Um, I I think it'll end like thirty-five to thirty-four. It's gonna be a one-point game. A one-point game. Field goal. Some field goal action. Yeah, I think some field goal action or like someone misses a two-point conversion, something like that. Not Mm. Butker. That Butker guy. Harry, Harry Butker. Uh, Harry Butker is a winner. He's not going to miss no two-point conversions. Oh, you better be careful saying he won't miss a kick because he'll go yeah. right out there and he'll, he'll miss that That's kick. exactly what it is. Uh, the prediction here, Bill's 52%, but by an average of 0. 0.7 points. Wow. 
So they've got it. I, I do think it's a like I again. I think whoever wins this goes to the Super Bowl and may probably wins it. That depends on who they face, but I will take. I just feel like the build, like McDermott just getting to whoop Belichick's ass just had to be like therapy. Yeah, yeah. But like Belichick in particular. Was it, was it like so much of a thing that they've completely lost focus because they've reached their... No, because I think it was only a McDermott. Like it feels like the whole team, I don't think they're like, I mean, they wanted to beat him, but they whooped him last time. McDermott was like, I need, like, I got to run it up. Yeah. Um, and also... He had, to, he had to get that monkey off his back. Yeah, and they still have the monkey on their back. The Chiefs were the ones that knocked them out of their run last year. So it's revenge. Oh, very true. It's very a revenge true. game. Revenge is a huge factor. Very I, true. I, I would, think yeah. so. And I, I mean, would take, yeah. the Chiefs are kind of cursed. They're cursed a little bit. I mean... <laughs> Even after the ring? I mean, Andy Reid... I mean, Andy Reid's... Andy Reid's son did the bad things in the offseason. That they, was tough. They tried to keep him on, on the team, low-key, behind the scenes, hit him. Yeah, until he got, like, arrested. Yeah, uh, yeah, until it came out. It, it was bad business. Yeah. Uh, no, I think this... Man, oh, man. They showed a thing the other day, like, teams all time... Like, in any sport that have made the championship at least, like, three straight years, and the Bills were in there because they made it four straight years, and they lost... Every other team, you want they want at least one. You go one and two, you can stomach that. Yeah. Oh, for four. And some of those were in a row. I'm, I'm oh yeah, the, sure. four, the yeah. four was in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. On a missed field goal. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. there's not wasn't like a spike in the murder rate. Uh, <laughs> in Buffalo. May <laughs> it may have been. Uh, I will take. Give me Bills thirty-eight. I feel like that offense is just on right now. Chiefs, thirty-three. Wild Ooh, number. Okay. Um, I, I I'm not yeah. sure. Um, I'm not sure if these scores we're predicting. If any of these are scoregami, that would be a fun thing to get. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think. I was like, what's a re like a thirty-three, thirty-two, or something like that. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I, I'm sure one of us probably guessed a number that's like not even possible in football. <laughs> uh, I would love to get uh, eleven one. <laughs> yeah, they, they should add a score like over un, under on score. Like, do we get a scorigami this weekend? Over Where's under the scorigami booster risk team. Yeah, yeah. So something to something to think about. Something to think uh, about. A little scorigami. Something, something to consider. I think it happens. It it feels like it happens too often these days. Yeah, eventually yeah. they gotta run out of scorigamis. Like, it's there's I a limited, know, it's a finite resource. I feel like every time I see, I was like, "That's never." I was like, "There's." You mean to tell me there's never been a twenty-seven to twenty game? Like, I feel like they're just we're like wild, ordinary scores. Uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's like there's. It's like nope. There's been twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen. Never twenty. I was like, oh, okay, scoregami. You got, you got it. You just have to trust the scoregami account. Yeah, you got to trust, trust the scoregami. Uh, yeah, AOS dance that we talked UFC. You better believe we're talking some UFC. We're going to take a five-minute break. But even before that, Baby Boy of the Week. Whoa. Ooh. I didn't know that was still a thing. Ooh. Baby Boy of the Week. Jam, it's time for Baby Boy of the Week. It's time for Baby Boy of the Week. Sex J is new here. It's time for Baby Boy of the Week. Yeah, Yes, it is. And that's how you know it's time when I... Uh, I you guys don't even see it coming. I, we, Baby Boy of the Week. We did not. We gotta we gotta request some uh, some visuals so, so we can get Baby Boy of the Week up there. Yeah, we'll have. To uh, maybe that. I don't know. I kind of like springing it on you. But I, I maybe, do like maybe. it being a surprise. I do like maybe. that. 
Maybe. Uh, well, test sex J is quickness ability from once he hears it to get the graphic up there. Okay, that's a yeah, keep him on the hot seat. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a little much. <laughs> a little much. <laughs> Quick trigger. Um, Demarcus Cousins. Ooh, okay. Demarcus Cousins is back in the league. He signed a ten day with the Buck. Your Bucks early this year. Mm-hmm. Signed another ten day. It's he signed two ten day contracts and played seventeen games for the Bucks. Which is just kind of he started five of them. Average nine points and six boards. Um, I just can't believe two 10-day contracts get you 17 games of tape. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of wild. Adam Silver is a war criminal. He, he'll he pay for what he's done. He'll definitely pay for what he's done. The Bucks, they didn't want to keep, which I get. If you sign somebody third 10-day contract, you have to keep them for the rest of the year. They re- They wanted to keep the spot open. So now the Nuggets will sign him for a... Veteran of boogie status, he's getting like a, for a ten day contract. He like he's probably made like five hundred k for like thirty days of work. Like he's uh yeah he's making all a right. little, making a little bit of money. Yeah, he he he's doing all right. Uh, now the thing I didn't know, I like it does seem wild. Like the Nuggets can just sign him to two more ten days and then cut him again. It feels like it's like hey, you saw what I did with the Bucks. Like I feel like with the Nuggets, it should be like if you sign him to a second ten day, you got to keep him for the rest. You know what he is at this point. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it feels a little, it feels a little sus to be like, hey, yeah, you it's wanna... like yeah, you get there two ten days, cut two ten days, cut. That I don't know. But that's business is business, you know. That's what it, it comes it's a down dirty to. game. Um, so salute. I, I, with everybody getting hurt, I feel like the Nuggets must just have the worst training staff like on the in the world. I, I don't know what else to think. So I'm hoping Boogie stays healthy, can get that second 10-day, and can hopefully get picked up for a playoff team, get some run. He he looked spryer than I thought for your Bucks. I mean, Def- I, yeah. I, I was a little mad they let him go. I mean, yeah, I thought well, they, I mean, good. like that was the thing that was confusing. It's like Brooke Lopez isn't coming back. Boogie was like pretty good. He had Simi Ojeley hasn't been good at all. I thought they might, yeah, wave him. But, literally the like the day before they let him go he had 15 points 10 rebounds like it was his best was, it was game. this i think it, in fact it might have been the same day it was like yeah. that night it was like yeah like he had a great sick game but having said that yeah it was um, i'm pretty sure it's just like weird that's nasty um so boogie congrats hope things go well hope you get that second 10 day and i don't know at that point i felt like you've made enough money for the year hope the year or maybe you want to chill i don't know it's your call, your baby boy of the week. You get to make that choice. Let's take a five-minute break here. Quick five-minute break. Then, as promised, we will get to the big UFC fight preview. Maybe talk – yeah, we'll close out with some of uh, the good roast you heard as a kid. I hadn't forgot about that. Oh, yeah, we'll but, have time for both. Cause, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll have plenty of time for that. But I want to talk this UFC fight preview as an outsider, and we've got the expert here. So five minutes. Let's jump out. We'll catch you on the other side of that break. Welcome back. The final final lap uh, for the week. Thank you all for joining us, being with us. Now we get the people been they've been clamoring for it, clamoring for it on Twitter, clamoring for it in the comments. They want to talk some UFC. What the from what I understand, there's a bit of a kerfluffle this weekend. So tell me. Uh, so this weekend, talk to me. 
we've got uh, a much-anticipated heavyweight main event title fight between okay. the current champion Francis Ngannou versus the fraudulent fake Uh-oh. interim champion Cyril Gan. Okay. So, so the only reason this matchup is happening is because um, the the UFC and Dana White don't want to pay Francis what he believes he's worth. And Francis, okay. he was unwilling to fight five months after getting his title. So Dana White um, did an interim title fight with Cyril Gan and another guy to to replace Francis to get to this spot. Um, Francis is he's currently he's threatening to go box Tyson Fury. He's threatening to leave the <laughs> UFC. This is the last fight on his contract. He says oh, uh. he, do- he doesn't want to fight for five hundred grand anymore. He's the champion. Like so, how, so so if he's fighting for five hundred, what's a norm? Like what could he normally pull? Because I I know of him. I haven't heard of uh, the other guy. I know I know I've heard of Francis. So I know he's at least some kind of star. So the thing with the UFC is that um, the fighters get, I believe it's 17% of the revenue, which is the lowest of all the sports leagues. I was going to say, that feels really low. Uh, Yeah. uh, It's really low. Okay. It's abysmal. And how they they are supposed to get paid is with the the pay-per-view buys. So however many pay-per-views this sells, Francis and Gane and the other champs on the card, whatever... They will get a slice of that with their contract. But the thing is, okay. is that the UFC has done no promo for this card. They've no, I've only seen it on Twitter. Yeah, they've lost they've lost several fights to weight cut issues. The card is down to ten fights. They raised the price of this pay-per-view. Yes. That's not a good sign. So it's just like they are trying to say, hey, Francis, you're not as big of a draw as you think. And, mm. and they're really hyping up Gane as like this guy, this Francis destroyer used to train with him. All that stuff. I just. Okay. I Wait, just, so is, is Francis, is he that big of a star? Is he as big as he thinks? He has, he has won, I believe. He has won seven fights in a row, and he's got about two minutes combined in the cage in those fights. So he's just dominating. He comes out, he he punches you one time, and the fight is over, pretty much. He looks very dominant. I mean, here is, here's a, let me find the video here. Um, So this, this is sort of what started the bad beat here. Uh, Okay. This was November. Okay, talk me through this. So Francis and they're backstage during a current event, and it's the guy he's going to fight, Cyril, and his former coach in France. And if you can see what what Francis does here. This is a great fit on Francis. Good snub. He snubs him completely. Good snub. Completely, completely snubs him. And even afterwards, Gane was like, I don't know why he would do that to me. <laughs> this was mean. I was, I was right. expecting a civil... What the heck? I wanted to shake his hand. Uh, Th- that's literally what wow. this has come down to. And it culminated last night at the press conference. Um, 
That looks so hurt. <laughs> yeah, so Cyril was very hurt. And last night at the press conference, um, I don't want to play the video because the UFC is litigious. But if you can hear it right now. About three months, we have about six sections of uh, training. And I wasn't in the gym anymore. I was here in Vegas. So Francis, basically Francis says to him, I'll pull up without without it playing. Basically Mm. Francis says to him, he says that Cyril said, you keep telling people we weren't teammates, but um, we, we trained together. We trained together several times for your fights getting ready. And Francis pulls out the the exact year and says, "Yes, in 2019, we trained maybe six six times together. I don't think that counts as teammates." And then Cyril said, "Well, if you train together, you're a teammate." And Francis looks at him and says, "What is this? Curb your enthusiasm? What is like what?" Yeah, they're just going back and forth. And then, well, if you train together, you're a teammate. I'm not your teammate. I'm your colleague. You're not my colleague. And then that whole thing ends with Francis simply saying, well, I guess we need to redefine the definition of teammates then. And it was like a really awkward pause, and then they just moved on from it. That was it. It was so weird. Like, they've got they've got some bad blood. Like, so there, there's no love lost here is what I'm hearing. No, there's no love lost. Um... Francis was getting into it with the French reporters, even. Like, things were getting very, very hectic. Like, But is, is Cyril going out of his way to look uncool? Like, it feels like you were my friend. We were, like, if you're just trying to claim that we, we were pals, we were buds. Yeah, we were BFFs, guy. And the other guy's like, no, eventually you gotta go, all right, well, uh, maybe I read that situation incorrectly. He's uh, like, no, you. I didn't. We were friends. Yeah, he's really he's really trying to force the issue that they were like teammates and friends before this. Because it like gives him an edge. Because he like now he knows what's he, going I, on. I feel like it, it, it's the milk gone bad. We used to be trained. We used to be brothers. Now overcame you. And Francis was like, "I was training over here. You were." Yeah, yeah. Uh, Francis, we never really interacted. Uh, Francis was quite literally in Vegas, and he was like, "I had moved right. to Vegas. You were in. You're in France. How are we teammates still? We're not. <laughs> we work together. It's like, man, I, I was like, are you gonna use the treadmill? If not, I'm gonna get on it. Uh, but yeah, and then it, it got really weird. The press conference got really weird near the end because a bunch of French reporters started asking questions. And they were getting, like, very, like, testy with Francis. They were saying, they called him brainwashed, saying that he was acting like um, his time in France was out of his memory. And, like... Oh, this is is some, like, weird neo-colonial shit, because Cyril's from France. People don't play about that. And And, uh, the other guy is from Cameroon, which was a French colony. And, and yeah, they, mm. yeah, Aoid's dad also had the other thing. Um, they disagreed because there was a rumor in sparring that Francis had knocked Cyril out with a high kick, and they argued about whether he was knocked out, knocked down, or just hurt. 
<laughs> was he hurt or was he injured? Look, look, yeah. you kicked my ass, but not right, the extent yeah. that you're saying. <laughs> but you did not beat the shit out of me. Okay, let's let's get that clear. My ass was beat. Yeah, but <laughs> so yeah, Cyril's I, just I like a, not a strong name either. I just like it's hard to have faith in a person named Cyril, a Frenchman no. named Cyril. Cyril, Cyril gone, gone. How do you say his like Gane? Uh, I think it's gone, Cyril gone, gone, yeah, Cyril gone. Yeah, I no. thought it was Gane at first, and I swear the first couple fights in the UFC they said Gane, and then it was gone at one point, and I was like, all right. <laughs> but that's that's joe rogan that's the joe rogan effect that's it yeah <laughs> but yeah so like it was getting testy like the the french reporters mm-hmm. were like they were like you first you fly the french flag now you fly the cameroon flag they were like oh get his ass and they were saying like oh, how dare you not identify with your colonial ruler yeah right <laughs> and they, they, they were they were like calling them the fighters out for the card not being in france they were like, you're both French. Why did you not push to have this in France? And Dana White goes, well, let me stop you there and just say, with the state of the world right now, do you think we can have a card in France? <laughs> Good point. Wait, so where's this at? Vegas, I'm this guessing? Is in, this is in, actually in California because um, Ooh, okay. Brandon Moreno, who is the co-main, he is um, he has a big representation with the, the Mexican fan base. And California okay. cards really show out with that fan base. So they have that there. At the press conference yesterday, it was packed with um, his fans, and they had boom boxes. They were playing music. It was this crazy. Is, this is Cyril or Francis? No, that was Brandon Moreno. That's, oh, Mar- okay. Yeah, uh, Brandon okay. Moreno. Yeah, that, okay. that was him on the left here. Um, let me pull I up. I got a clip of them together so you can see the size of these boys. Side by they're, side. Yeah, they're, they're, they're burly. These are burly boys. So here's, this is Francis. And then this is Brandon Moreno. He is a flyweight. So he is much smaller. Yeah. So this is like, Francis is like his security guard. Yeah, this is a, uh, it's like he's taking a picture with him. It's yeah. wild that they are do the same sport. My so, dad just does Yep. <laughs> so yeah, both of these men do the same job. They're both champions of their respective weight classes. Um, I love I love Brandon Moreno. He was he was having the time of his life at this. He's conference. having a ball. He's clearly having a ball. Like, look at him. He's just like. He was trolling the guy he's against. He's face palming. Yeah, he's having a lot. Like it does look like, like Francis, like like his dad or something. Like yeah, my my kid wanted to come backstage. Yeah. That's like secondhand embarrassment. There, that's like when I'm in in school and someone like gets cold called and really doesn't know the answer that the professor's looking for. I immediately am just like, oh my god, this is this is embarrassing. Now that's I, the best. Yeah, so I am firmly. I mean, I will. I will give some. I'll give some picks out here, and we can do. Okay. A, we can do a pick them here, but yeah, um, let's get some. Uh, Cause I don't. I saw like critical strikes. I will. Uh, yeah. I'll let you guide us on that. Hold on. Let me. Let me get these. Was Cyril the name of Sideshow Bob's brother? Uh, Cecil. Oh, yeah. Cecil. Cecil. So I. I am firmly, I'm firmly on Francis winning here. Um, okay. Cyril's path to victory is like point, pointing, outpointing him, keeping his distance. How, how many, like again, how many rounds is it? Like how many minute rounds? Five rounds, five minutes. Five, okay. Yep, yep. I like that. 
So, I mean, Francis, he has... I wish we could show his actual power, but UFC won't let you. But he mm. he can genuinely like knock your lights out in one punch. So I, he looks like it. He looks the part. Cyril has not fought anybody on that level yet. I just I don't think I don't think it's gonna go well for him. I think it's gonna be one of those fights where he gets he gets knocked the fuck out and then they interview him in the cage <laughs> after and he's like god oh, it d- didn't go the way i thought it would like <laughs> joe rogan's just down there with his dead body yeah that's like that's genuinely what i'm thinking okay so from a pickem sense cuz i would have even like even if you think francis is going to dominate so like 34 and a half strikes talk mm-hmm. me through that like is that a is that a good number is that does he need more than that like talk me through that I'm going to say that he's probably going to need more than that. I think that Cyril is very good at managing distance. So I think that Francis would probably have to, um, he's probably going to have to fight a little longer than he's used to. Okay. So we're thinking um, over on okay. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe, maybe, yeah, I'm going to think, I'm thinking over here. Okay. The big question I have is, what is Cyril's chin like? Like, he's never. Hey, we gonna see. We're we're gonna see. I mean, we've seen the size difference between even them in the video. Like, yeah. Now, Kevin said uh, it's a good question. Like, there's no chance this goes the distance, right? Like, if Francis went, it's gonna be. If Francis, I mean, not, maybe not light work, but not by. It's not gonna fool. If Francis by. wins, I think it's by KO. So okay. that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe like a fourth round, late a late KO. He finally wears okay. him down. Finally okay. gets his hands on him after grinding him down a little bit. Okay. Now Cyril, why is his over? Why is his sixty five? Why is his such higher? Um, he throws a lot more. What's yeah, the, he has the... he has a lot more output. He's a more distance guy. He's fat. He's faster. He's smaller. So okay. So he's like a he's a. The words like point point kickboxer, you know, like he'll mix in the kicks, keep his distance. Gotcha. Okay. So is that a? I mean, not that you have to take it, or but is it sixty? Is that a good number for him? I think sixty five is a little high. I think Francis might. A little high. Okay. I think I think he, I don't know if I don't know if he's going to get that many significant ones. I think he might get more like uh more point ones, like mm-hmm. uh, little taps, like a little jab, a little a little gotcha. leg kick chopping down the tree yeah he's gonna chop down the tree whereas francis is when he swings it's gonna be shaking your jaw a little bit gotcha um, okay so cyril t- does cyril get him to the ground i don't think so because in mm-hmm. francis's last fight the the reason you knew he wasn't losing is because stipe the current champion at the time went for a takedown and Francis stuffed it instantly. And, and <laughs> Stipe, he panicked. He he panicked in that moment. He was like, wait, I, what, he, what? Because Francis wasn't normally a good guy at stuffing takedowns. And when he did right. that, it was different. Like, it appears he is good at that now. Francis, is he's leveled up. He's different. I think he's different now. I think he's 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 got some motivation. Definitely. Okay. Okay. And then um, the other one I really like, I like uh, Devison Figueredo. I like him to go over 57 and a half strikes. Um, a lot of strikes. It's a lot of strikes, but the first time he fought Brandon Moreno, he had 156. So Ooh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I that's... Get hit. He, got a, he got hit 156 times in five. 
five minute rounds. Yeah, yeah, but they're the they're the small guys. It's it's like a but still. I don't want to get hit twenty five by any like a, a small kid and be like, "Hey, cut that! Stop it! <laughs> this is annoying!" I don't. Yeah, please. Guess, um, guess what the record for strikes landed in the UFC is? God, you said one whatever like Kate way too one eighty. No, I believe the record is. A, I think it's above five hundred with Max Holloway. Oh no! G- give me no way. Yes, I believe. Let me verify. We got someone's, someone's cooking the books on that. How do you qual- I, what qualifies as a strike? What's the threshold here? Who Luke Kang? Who was fighting? Record book total. This is total strikes landed. Um, we got to play. I don't even care if it, it takes down the whole show. It's like play field. Let's see. I'm scrolling for it. Strikes. Give me my strikes. Here we go. I want the strikes. Okay, here we go. Significant strikes landed. We've got Max Holloway, two thousand eight hundred forty-eight. But that's for that's for his total. That's for his total career. I, I was gonna say, say that can't be for one. That that's no. A ref is just like this. Is it just watch somebody get hit by like yes, like that lady yesterday. Um. Here we go. Total total strikes. He's got three thousand. Uh. So I mean, he's got. Almost as many significant strikes as total strikes landed. So, so I he's mean, pretty heavy. He's pr- hitting. I mean, he, in his fight with Calvin Qatar, I'm pretty sure he landed 500 punches. Um, that's 448. 448. That's how many. That's, that's how many he landed in five minute rounds. Uh, yeah, I don't even. I don't even remember. I don't even remember if that no that was five minutes that was that was the main event. That's chaos. But yeah, and after that, they they literally took the other guy to the hospital like instantly. It, they, he got hit four hundred forty eight times. I would hope they took him to the hospital. I hope they took him to the morgue. But hey, that guy he won last week. Last week he beat the shit out of the up and coming guy. So props to Calvin Katar, fucking rocks. He was a okay. plus one eighty five underdog. Oof. Okay. Wait, so yeah, John asked a good question. Why is gone why is the why is gone the favorite? Uh Francis hasn't fought in a long time, and I think people people just forgot how good Francis is. And when's the last time he fought? Like how long are we talking? Uh pretty, pretty long ago. I think it was I looked it up it was last March. Yeah, last March. So that's a pretty long time to go between defending the belt. Um, typically you want to fight like every six months. I mean, Cyril gone, he's fought August. He fought June, February. He fought three times last year. Okay. And he's beaten. And Francis didn't fight at all. Francis fought one time. Francis fought one time. So, and Francis, Francis been in, he's beefing with Dana White behind the scenes. So, Mm. and people, I think people think that gone is just gonna, he's just gonna outpoint him and keep his distance. But me, I think Francis gets his hands on him. So is Cyril, I'm guessing he's a, I feel like the point guy is he also a de- defensive guy? Like, is he going to be able to, like, stay away and avoid um, yeah. the power punt? Like, that, that's got to be his game, right? Yeah, that's 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 mostly his game is to back up, keep 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 away, keep it, keep his back to the cage. Got you. Okay, give me the, uh, give me the tail of the tape again if you can. So they're both, yeah. what, 6'4"? Six, 6'4". Four. Six, four. Francis has okay. about twenty pounds on him. He what a defensive end he would be, right? Like seventeen and a half sacks a year. 
John says, are we sure Cyril can't knock out Francis? I don't think so. Ooh. I, have... I was going to say, if he, I mean, he, if he's the favorite, you got to think he's either great, so great at the points that it won't matter, or he can play it both ways. Like he's got enough knock. If he catches him slipping, but I think it's I think it's power versus technique. I don't think I don't think Francis okay. can get knocked out by Cyril. I don't think it's possible. Okay. Now I see Cyril ten and zero. Yep. Francis yep. sixteen and three. But I also I, I'm a I'm more of a boxing guy. So where I come, it's like boxing sixteen and three is like bad. But three losses here is not necessarily bad, right? No. So his his losses are to Derek Lewis, who is a fucking beast, and then. Okay. Stipe, who is was the champion at the time, so okay, and then his other one was his beginning of his career doesn't count. <laughs> okay, so how many has he won like in a row? He, he has said he won, won seven or eight. One, two, three, four, five in a row. Five in a row. Five. Okay, yeah, so, so he's five in a row, you. and all of them have ended in the first round, except the last one was the wow. second. But like, okay, so look that, at these times. Jesus, yeah, no, yeah, that that I just. 45 ah, seconds, 26 okay. seconds, 1 minute, 20 seconds. So he puts he, he puts you out. He just Okay, so it seems like if Cyril can get it past the second round, like all this are first and second round. If he gets it past the second round, like could Francis tire out? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not used to going this long. Seems I, like all his all his losses are what? Round 3, round 5, and round what's his third loss? Um, let me see. That was for Francis. Yeah, yeah, those were all decisions. So he lost. He if he if okay. it goes the distance. If it goes the distance, that doesn't bode well for him. Yeah, yeah that's a it, fun dynamic though. Is just like if I'm gonna win, I need to knock you out. Yeah, I'm, I need to break something on your body. That's why uh, UFC is okay. so exciting, man. I'm so glad okay. you guys noticed that right away. That's why it's so exciting. It's two different styles. Like, I mean, look at Cyril's fight record. Is couldn't be more different. Every fight goes to a decision. You know. Right, that's his. He plays the long game. So that's why you. That's why okay. he's the favorite because they think if Francis can't get, can't get a KO, he's not going to win exactly. if it goes to a decision. They don't think Francis can impose his will to that's, bring in some, from from the football. To, will he be able to impose will? Exactly, and it's a big okay. if. It's a big if. Will he be able to impose that will? I mean, okay. Now I'm. I'm. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, uh, oh I've never been happier, man. I'm, I'm so in. happy. Yeah, give, give me the tail of the table, because Fran, isn't his wingspan crazy, too? Uh, Yeah, I mean, look how long his arms are. I mean, crazy. Jesus Christ. That's eight. That's what, seven? He's got a, almost a seven-foot wingspan? Yeah, yeah. Is that right? For a guy that's six? Yeah, nah, he needs to be... I mean, he would be the best defensive in the end of all time. Both of these guys would be. I mean, imagine, imagine yeah. Cyril Gaon coming off the edge. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like you, you just know, like their hand placement is so good. If you just taught them to play, but they both grew up in France. They've both probably never seen an yeah. American football game. Well, eighty, yeah, that's that's six eleven and eighty one inches. Yeah, so six. So both of these guys are really long arms. Yes. Um, the other reason, now that you mentioned that they both grew up in France, the other reason I wanted to talk about this is because Francis's journey to the UFC is like nuts. He like escaped. Okay. He escaped Cameroon on a boat. Jesus. And he was twenty six years old on the boat and got saved by the Red Cross. Wow. He was grown as hell. He was big as hell too. He was like that size on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, and they were they were put into jail 
they were like they were run through hell because they they were trying to poke holes in their story like oh you're here because you're a criminal you're here because you're outrunning something and he was mm. like no i'm here for legitimate reasons i'm from cameroon i'm just trying to get away whatever so his story i mean is insane yeah i got to read this article yeah, you, i think i'm yeah. I, I think i'm in yeah, you, I think I'm in. You're going to be a huge fan. I can't even do him true justice, but like he goes into the gym 26 years old. No one knows who he is. He's just unannounced. He's t- 10 weeks after being on the Red Cross boat. He arrives how, in Paris f- for with a part-time coach. How old is he now? Like how many years ago was this? Um this was th- 30 years ago, I believe. I believe he is... He's 35 now, and that was 26, so... Almost 10 years now. Almost 10 years since this happened. How how old is Cyril? Cyril is... 31. Okay. So, a little little younger, mm -hmm. a little spryer. What do we Uh, think Cyril's been doing while Francis has been literally having to fight for his life? Probably not the same. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Training and he's yeah. on the grind. Yeah. Um, so I mean, Cyril apparently played basketball in France. Ooh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. And according to his, his Wikipedia, despite his sporting talent, decided to work at it, uh, in sales at a furniture store. He must have stunk. <laughs> no, no, nobody. Nobody decides that. Uh... I've actually heard he was on. He was on the Ariel Helwani MMA Hour, and he. Ariel swore that he saw Cyril play basketball and that he was actually pretty good. Really? He okay. swore that he was pretty good at it. Okay. Well, if I mean, if he somebody's vouched for it. Yeah, uh... Ariel vouched for it. He said he saw clips and he looked pretty good. So Okay. But yeah, I mean, Francis, I mean, look at the swag. Look at this. Look at <laughs> yeah, this guy. This is... That's a good look. This is your guy, dude. I mean, I like this guy. I think I saw a picture. Is there a, where he's picking up Shaq? Is that him? Uh, let me look. I think it's where I was like that. He, I think it's him picking up Shaq or someone. Oh yeah, here much we go. Larger. Yeah, we got a video of it. We got a video. Oh, we got evidence. Got a video. Shaq life. Look at this. <laughs> oh That's my what, god! You think Shaq has ever been picked up like that? Like that with that ease? Shaq said, you ain't got no body fat. Nice. <laughs> like, like, do you think, you think Shaq ever in his life has just been, like, put up on some, like, a, a just torture rack, uh, Lex Luger style? That's crazy. Never. I never saw that video. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean... I think that's, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's legit the first I ever, because I was like, who the hell, like, who, I was like, he's not a football player. And they were like, he's a UFC guy. And I was like, geez, like, I mean... I, it just a that was just way too easy for him. He didn't strain at all. Uh, he, he could have carried Shaq around like his daughter. Look what he did to the champion. This is how he got the belt. Look at that, dude. Look at that power. Yeah. Like, that... do, do you want to get hit with that punch? Like, No. No, no. Jam I... wants to go back to six years of age and get hit with that. <laughs> yeah, Jam is like, if I go back to six, I can plot for eating a, cereal, <laughs> eating a punch from Francis someday. <laughs> I that is, furniture sales. yeah, that's tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, look at him. He's just so fucking. He's so cool, man. He's he's a rock. Yeah. He, okay. Now nah, I'm. I think I'm in. A, but here's the thing. 
I'm in on Francis. He doesn't want the wither stink on him, man. He <laughs> did, I'm just telling him. If I if I would go off, I'd be like, yeah, I want the over the everything. And it's like, oh man, uh, he's in hell. No, oh, he's got against the cage. No, <laughs> he, he's the baddest man on the planet. He's not gonna do it to he's us. Pretty, I like this guy. But yeah, no, he's awesome. I'm I he's a he's a hero in his home country, Cameroon now. I mean, he's a superhero, you know? I mean okay. I like this guy. He's awesome. I mean any anytime you can support an actual like good person, a stud in the cage, larger than life outside of it, you gotta Snazzy do it. dresser. Yeah, I mean, snazzy love the wagon. Dresser. Yeah, cool guy. Um, just a general cool. Just guy. seems like a general cool person. Yep. Um And then um, okay, I'm we, in. And we got some other. We got some other fights on the card. We got. We lost a couple ones. We lost. I was gonna say you said. Uh, I think you said. Is, is it ten fights left, or it started with ten on the card? No, ten fights left. We lost two of them. Uh, guys had weight okay. cush issues because. Um, you guys don't know this, but these guys cut like twenty plus pounds to weigh in for these. It's psychotic. It it seems very healthy. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's they have to cut twenty pounds in a matter of how many they how many hours probably how many. It's they, normally what they do is they'll get into the sauna like the day before, and they have to do it. Okay. They they try to they'll start cutting like the week of the fight, but. They'll 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 get in the sauna. I've seen guys on Instagram wearing like sweatsuits, like actual like <laughs> like the jackass fat suits to like harvest sweat. They'll wear those. So um, what's the what's the benefit of it? Like you, I know you get bigger, but do you get the benefits of being bigger? If um, you... the UFC likes when the guys look more chiseled. I believe it's purely uh... cosmetic. It's that could, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, the side... we want hot bods beating the shit out of each other. When we see the rib break under it, we wanted to see it broken under six pack abs. <laughs> the science says that the weight cuts lead to dehydrating the brain, which is probably it not can't good. be healthy. Not I don't good. want any part of my body dehydrated, specifically not the brain. The science says starving yourself and losing massive amounts of weights very quickly. Is yeah, over the course of hours is bad. Uh, yeah, Reverse Mush Podcast says it. They, they cut and rehydrate 18% of their body weight in 24 hours. Eight? That's like that's one of those things. Like It came out earlier, uh, like Paolo Bancaro. They also said it for Zion. I think it's just a Duke Lion thing. Is it? <laughs> it's like, hey, you know he loses 8 to 10 pounds of sweat a game it's like that that doesn't feel help like that that doesn't feel like a thing that should happen no it really doesn't so i okay so we've got 10 fight what uh what 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 else is jumping off the page that you hear at this uh at this undercar so i um i am standing with friend of friend of a friend matt frivola Friend of the bookies basement. Uh he is a legend. Okay. Uh I was We're rocking with Matt. I was beefing with his brother on Twitter last week. His brother uh <laughs> his brother said that I, I his brother offered to fly me out and um have Matt beat me up to train for his fight this week. So You should have took did you think about it? I mean I thought of, I've I've seen Matt land some kicks. I don't want I don't want to eat one of those. I'm not doing it. So I, I would not know. So I am taking I'm gonna take Matt's significant strikes. I think he I think he's gonna get to work this fight. Uh mm. uh I'm I'm going all in on my all in on my buddy. In on Matt? Okay. Yep. Okay. 
And then the other guy that I want to root for this week that I think uh, people will like, his name is Jack Jack Della Madalena. He's a okay. he's an Aussie boy. Okay. It's his first. Like the sound of that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm listening. It's his first fight on the first fight in the UFC. Uh, during his contender series fight, it was like one of the most impressive fights I had ever seen. Um, he was just popping the guy, a really talented guy, just whooped the dog shit out of him. Okay. And now he's fighting what 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 is referred to in the UFC community as a can. Um, oh, like a soup can. You know, a tomato can. Yep. Yeah, tomato. Oh man, yeah, that's an old box. So he's a nobody. Yep. He's fighting nobody. Bro. Yep. He's fighting okay. this guy. I mean, he hasn't. Pete Rodriguez. Is that is that a real name? <laughs> Pete Rodriguez. <laughs> Pete Rodriguez, he's fought for the Icon Fighting Federation. That's a user-generated player. That's that that's is not real. Like, that's definitely not real. You guys used to play Fight Night, and you have to do like your career mode, like yeah. just face random guys. Or you... Pete, dead game, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> but yeah, when you when you see that the the guy that's four and zero fighting on, I think he's got like a week's notice. Also, oh, yikes. <laughs> And all his fights in Am- this sounds like exploitation. <laughs> this is the Isman is gonna get slaughtered. Yes. Uh, so I mean, he might not even make it for this significant strike number. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of thinking that it's the other guy's UFC debut still, so he's gonna want to pace it out a little bit. So, mm, but show I show off a little. Yeah, show off a little. He's gonna want to show off, that. but like all his all his guys' wins are in the first round, so you know he's. Okay. He's a can crusher. He fights cans, and then he himself is the can. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so yeah, hell yeah. I'm this taking is Saturday Jack's night. over. Yep, this is Saturday night. Yep, it starts. What time does it start? It starts at... Um, the early prelims start at 5 p.m. Central. Wow. Okay, and what time's like the heavyweight? The main card starts at 9 p.m. So the main event probably it's gonna be really late. It's gonna be Jesus Christ. Yeah, the the, the pay per view main events they'll start at like 11 o'clock central. Like Ooh, 11 central. That's yeah, it's way past the bedtime. But you gotta you gotta make it there. You gotta nah, you gotta I, earn nah, it. I'm, I'm 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 in for maybe not 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 the full undercard, but at least is Moreno like the fight right before the fight? Yes, Moreno is the okay, fight right before watch that the fight. One. I want to see uh Melodine. I want to see the, the the can get crushed too. I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that. That's the opening prelim. So that'll be at seven <laughs> central. So that's right there in the window. Okay, nah, that's perfect. We run a, a night of football or afternoon and night of football right into fight night. I think I like the uh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. I like the sound of that. And I'm gonna um, say that shot in the dark here. I'm gonna throw a little dart for the chat. Uh. Vanessa Demopoulos by submission. That's uh okay. I, I I saw her. She landed this crazy inverted triangle. She was like on top of her head and broke the girl's arm. It was nuts. I like betting it anytime she fights. So that's that's something a little. How much for her to break to my arm? <laughs> Ooh, she can invert my triangle any day of the week. Chat's <laughs> roasting me right now, saying Sex Uh-oh. J doesn't make it to main events either. Don't feel bad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Look, I've made it to the main event of the last few. There was a streak there where I, I didn't even make it to, like, the main card. But I always watch it back, okay? Yeah, yeah. listen, I'll, I'll run the tape back. I like the uh, I like to get the analyst view. Hell yeah. Okay, now, Dig, we got a, we got a good weekend. 
ahead of us. Such one a good thing, I want to want to close out with this. I want to know if you pull up the uh, I think it was a tweet from me, but it was somebody sent it to me about Tony Hawk. Yep, right here. I got it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, read <laughs> read that out if you could. That's what even got me. All right. So I'll start back at the original tweet. Um, someone said Tony Hawk, such a fire name, bro, was bound to do some something cool. And, That's facts. And then Tyler quote tweeted and said, "Fire name alerts going on the board too." To which Zach West responded, uh, he said he hated it when he was little because the other kids called him Bony Cock. But <laughs> <laughs> like, as a kid, as, as a kid, as a kid, that's just like the worst thing you've ever heard. You're like, oh my, I have to kill you. I have to kill you. Um, that's the kind of thing that you, you don't think about it happening until it happens. And then you're like, right, like my life's fucking over. Yeah. How did my parents never think of it? Why did they set me up for failure? Uh, that's your pony cock for the next three years until you develop uh, into the best skateboarder in the neighborhood. Just right. Yeah. They don't know that yet. Right. They don't, they don't know how cold I am. Yes, we do. Uh, who's that guy with the skateboard? Uh, oh, that's Tony. Pony Cock. <laughs> that's Pony Cock up there. It's Tony. It's pronounced Tony Hawk. Um, so I want. I opened it to the chat. I opened it to everybody. What's the greatest like roast you've either heard like a kid say about another kid? It could be one a kid said about you. It could be something you said about another kid. Think back, because Pony bon- Cock is. <laughs> 10 out of 10, man. I, like, it's simple, it's to the point, and it hurts at any age. I can't even, like, I can't even think back to childhood, I don't think. My memory, I, I, I my <laughs> shelf life on my memory is, like, two weeks at this point. <laughs> You're a fruit fly. Uh, I, I, I do remember, I remember a good burn I heard from an ad- adult very recently. It's, it's kind of the same. So, like... Okay. I was watching this guy gamble on the internet and someone in the chat said, why do you keep gambling if you've never won before? And he said back to them, why do you keep messaging women on the internet if none of them will ever fuck you? <laughs> so like that, I mean, that, that you know that guy That's as a good. kid was vicious. I mean. That's, oh, uh, who was it? Jamal? I think it was Jamal Agnew, the receiver. Somebody was recently talking about how, you know, how much he stinks and how they should cut him. And he just responded to the guy. He was like, you have your Snapchat name and your Twitter bio. That means you don't have any hope. I see why you're so upset. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. that's just a, a filleting. Um, I remember I'm that. Trying to... I'm going to try to pull that up. <laughs> Jason, or excuse me, Jacob said, a kid asked me when I had one eye in, like, second grade. That's pretty devastating. That's oh. pretty bad. Oh, Kids are vicious. Kids are... I remember I had braces. And I was at work, this was in high school, and my manager said, if I, I was laughing, it was one of those, like, I know you're not. And he, was, he told me, he was like, if I kept laughing, he was going to hold me down and make me open cans of soup. Uh, <laughs> everyone thought that was very funny. Um, it was pretty funny. I also remember a guy, I don't, this is just one that stuck with me. Just, uh, this is big, just big and tall, like offensive tackle on the football team, that caliber big. Just had on a big ass, like a tan shirt, like no logo or nothing. And a guy just told me he looked like a sugar cookie. And that just brought the, the when I tell you, it brought the entire house down. Uh, 
to the studs. I'm That's trying to. Th- I want to see some more good ones. Uh, Jam, what uh, you, I, you got I'm any good ones? I'm my brain right now. I got nothing that like brought the house down. I can't even. <laughs> were you? Were you ever? Have you ever said any something like that? That's just like made everyone in the schoolyard laugh. I'm trying to remember if I've had any no. good moments like that. I remember the first day. <laughs> I think it was seventh grade. It was definitely middle school. It was the first day of school, and we were waiting outside of school for class to start. And my friend turns. My friend turns and he looked at he looked at my legs and he said he said man he said Brandon your legs are so white this might be the first time you went out since summer I was like oh <laughs> fuck me dude got him yeah I was like man I mean I'm still I can't I can't help it I mean I'm just I could sit outside for ten ten hours straight in the the sun and nothing would happen to me I don't know what's up <laughs> so we had a uh... Kid in my grade with no neck who got in a fight uh, with my friends one day, but he called him no neck and he cried. I cried like that's when I was like, "Hey man, I can't change. This is like a if it's like a bad haircut or an ugly shirt." Uh, the physical descriptions that are just like I, that you have no control over are just so cruel. Bony cock. <laughs> I I remember in high school during uh, computer programming class, my friend was like, he was like making fun of this kid on the football team. And he was like, he he goes, you're just mad that I could bench press more than you, bro. And the kid like went in the hallway and started like slamming his head into the locker. <laughs> and then the teacher like tried to get him to stop. She was like, what are you doing? And he, he turns and he goes, he can't bench press more than me. And I'll fucking prove it someday. Because they were like in the same way. They were on the football team together. It was like, I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, what is fucking going on right now? <laughs> But yeah, that guy's getting married. I mean, he just announced he's engaged, so congrats to him. Congratulations. Salute. Uh, Evan said, I worked at a rec center. My friend was saying, Mr. Boom, <laughs> Mr. Boombastic. Some kid stopped him and said, Mr. Boombastic. More like, Mr. You need some chapstick. That's pretty <laughs> devastating. Ooh. That's pretty oh, devastating. Man, especially if you had real chapped lips. Oh. Yeah, that's bad news. Um, I'm trying to really think. Oh, wait, wait, uh, Griffith says someone in high school said my car was the perfect fit for me because it matched my skin tone a stark white <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I feel like the most I'm, I'm, <laughs> the night the night I graduated uh, high school my friends and I we went to uh, like the 18 the strip club that would allow 18 year olds in um Oh yeah, yeah. And so yeah. So I had I had miraculous hair then waves and I had like I was wearing my do rag on the way there. Cause it was like a little drive. Like you had to, we had to go out into fucking Byron, Georgia. As one and, does. Yeah, as one does, uh to find a strip club that will let eighteen year olds in. And I remember I pulled up, we pulled up to like my friend's house, we were gonna follow him, he knew the way. And I had the do rag on. And I remember somebody said, who the fuck are you, Mike Jones? And oh, they fried. Oh, man, I get off. They fried oh, me. Oh, man. That's Even no good. teacher was dying. Yeah, no, nah, they, they cooked my ass. Um, <laughs> you just like grum, girls won't give you a crump. That's a tough one. Oh, no. Jesus. Anything, yeah, anything, any rhymes with the name. That's another one like you can't help it, like. Bony, bony guy. Uh, this was so good. Kate, Kate Tate says, I wore a vest to middle school one time. Kid asked me if I was going fishing later. Never wore the vest again. 
I'm <laughs> type of thing. You know, no. you're known as the fisherman for the rest of high school. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at Jim Vessel over here. Look at uh, Fest Boy. Uh, <laughs> someone called me Tubbs once, and I haven't recovered. Yeah, that's tough. Um, A girl in my high school did like dip once, like one time. She did like dip, and everyone just called her grimy gums for the rest of high school. Oh. <laughs> called, her, called her what? Grimy gums, and it was so mean. Oh my that's god, sexist. that is that's blatantly sexist. Uh. <laughs> I I remember my science teacher in high school. She pulled this girl aside, and she said, "She said, honey, you need to stop fake tanning. I'm very worried about your skin." And this is coming from a scientist perspective. <laughs> Like medically, your shit is bad. Uh, like, I mean, that girl, she, she, it was because like she had fake tanned like three days in a row and was talking about going again. And the teacher was like, You do know that's very bad for you, right? That is not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, truly had the man, I had them waves bacon, man. And they called me Mike Jones. I had to just take it. I had to take what I'm gonna do. I, I can't leave it on now. Uh, damn, that one hurt. Um, why, why said once. The Discord user Crawford said he knew I was old because I knew too much about lentils to be a young guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's ba- like I'm all those uh, progressive when you are your parents commercials. Those are all just me now. So it is what it is. Grimy uh, gums. That's so mean. That's Grimy gums is bad. That's actually evil. Grimy gums is bad. Like that's one. I don't know. I feel like the ten year reunion. It's like, hey, it's grimy gums. It's like, no, no we, really. We I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, Amy. Hey, Amy. Uh, we just shortened it to grimy. Um, she's very successful <laughs> now. I think she's overcome. Uh, but it was so. <laughs> yeah, she nah, she beat the allegations. Uh, <laughs> well, I that that I think that'll do it. Um, be nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. P- oh my lord. Please listen. Be nice to each other. I mean, but if you're gonna fry somebody, you do gotta like one shot kill like bony like you got a bony if you can't top bony cup sometimes it just lines up and you have to take the shot you have to do it yeah like you just uh <laughs> i i gotta find that thread i'm writing it down. people were saying just different times they've been roasted randomly and a guy said he was overseas somewhere and bought like a red hat and somebody stopped him and called him mario and he like took the hat off that's oh. why I was like, you got to throw the hat away. I take it back. You don't need that hat no more. When I was in Vegas, I was wearing a, a diplomat's hat, and a guy came up to me <clears> and he was yelling "dip set" in my face. And I went, yes. I went home and I took the hat off, and I was like, I'm not having that happen again. <laughs> not on my watch. Rudman said he's gonna text Grimy Gums, tell her she made the show. Gr- Rudman seemed like he keep in touch with. Her. He's like, her name is Amy. She's a really nice woman. She's got. Husband, two kids. He's doing well. Oh, he does. I, uh, I know for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, to Grimy Gums, uh, to all of you, thank you all so much for, for tuning in the first week. We hope to I get, tweak it. We'll see how things go from here. And by that, I mean we'll probably be back to tearing quarterbacks next week. We got the head so, coaches. Yeah, and head coaches. Don't Great let me forget. Start of the week. What a, what a, what a week it was. I gotta say, yeah, no, the the universe lined it up perfectly where we got some gold. I feel like Monday we're gonna come back. Somebody 
Like we're either gonna be, I'm either gonna be on Sex J's ass. Like, how did you let me buy into this fraud, Francis? If he gets out pointed, or I'm gonna come in like Sex J. You remember that Francis guy I told you about? He's the best. Yep, that's what's that's what it's gonna that, be. Remember that Francis? I get he's got a crazy backstory. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna get some good fight. Yeah, some good fights, some good football, maybe some decent basketball. None of my business. Um, but again, I will say go covidtest.gov, go get your free COVID test. It's the last time I'll say it. I won't keep harping on it, but it'd be a real shame if you took advantage of that. Stay safe out there. Be good to yourself. Look out for somebody. Somebody looked out for you and we'll catch you Monday. Peace out everybody.